Hello, everybody. Listening to the Fairweather Podcast, your boy Two K Squadly. I'm joined with uh, my dog A Rod. I'm joined with my dog Vic. I'm doing with my dog Sammy. Um, working out the kicks again. It's been a while since we've done this. I forgot I had a microphone I had to use, and man, it's, it's, it's been a crazy summer. How's everybody's summer been? <laughs> First day of school over here for this guy. That's what it feels like. It feels like homeroom right now. Right. <laughs> What's up? What's up, guys? Happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Right, so before this show, apparently there was like a, a, a FIFA game that was being played. Um, yeah. Vic, you want to talk about it? <laughs> or you want Sammy to explain? <laughs> no, I, you know, I'll let Sammy explain if he wants to. If he wants to talk about it, it's fine. If not, I'll let it go. Go ahead, Vic. Go. No, it's your I mean, time I to shine, man. You I win. Just, you I, won. I, you I just took it through the woodshed. That's it. Yeah, no he did. Go. He did. Took me out back, shot, the, shot me, you know. <laughs> Without warning, did he give you some warning or something? No, honestly, <laughs> I told him. I, I was like, I was expecting Sammy to come out gangbusters, just like destroy me, and um, I got an early goal, and that gave me some confidence. And uh, you know, that's it's that's what happens. But I'll be, I'll be honest, you know, I, there was Sammy had a lot of chances, uh, you know, a few missed ones, um, but uh, I'll take Your keeper my keeper was on one. Oh, come on, come on. It's, a, it's a it's a video game keeper. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't, I don't want to talk too much shit because I know Sammy could probably beat me with his A team. Because I uh, know, so I know somebody that will whoop all y'all asses right now. Innocently, <laughs> Rob Angelo De La Cruz. He used, to be, he used to be ranked like ranked. I think he was like ranked number twenty in the world at one point. He plays a lot though, so like. I don't have time to be doing all that. If I played as much FIFA as I play Warzone, I'd be top twenty in the world. Ooh, you play? You still play Warzone? Oh yeah, dude. I haven't touched Warzone in a while. <laughs> Me neither. Hey, Rod, I, I stay on it. You play any video games, bro? Hell yeah, I play video games, man. Happy PS Five owner, and I play the show religiously all day, mm -hmm. every. That's all I see him doing. Yeah. What so what I have never played the show before. So like what what do you how do you play? Is it like my player like 2K or are you doing like team yeah, or multiple team same, or it's exact same setup as 2K? You can do a my player where you go through the minor league systems, get through the to the majors, you can do a my team or uh uh my team and create like Diamond Dynasty, so you have your own different uh players and things like that. You can do a whole season mode, and then you can do a short season mode where you like just have to do different tasks throughout the season, like hit a home run with this guy bring in an RBI, pitch seven innings with this guy, and just speed through the season. So there's a whole bunch of things to do. It's a lot of fun. I got to try it out. I got the EA Sport. Is, no, is that EA or 2K? What? That's the show. Uh, is it under EA? No, it's or? It's the show itself. Oh, it's its own yeah, it's, thing? It's San Diego, San Diego Studios. So it won't yeah. be, what's, what would be like on the EA Sports package as the baseball game? Nothing. There's Nothing? They don't have one. There's yeah. another one, but it's, it's, like, it's very mid. It's not fun at all. All right, I guess I gotta get the show there. All right, cool. Uh, enough about video. Let's talk about some real sports. Um, thank you everybody for joining up for can season we, five. Can we get a shout out for season five though? We're on season five. I was bro. just talking. I was just saying it, bro. Like shout out to everybody for making. We made it to season five. You know, we started this 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 shit during COVID, and now COVID seems like a distant memory. It's like it's crazy how this is still going. It's still going. Um, you know, we, we just we just like to do this shit. Maybe we like to talk sports, we like to watch sports, we like to uh bash each other, make fun of each other, make fun of you know, make fun of Bradley Bill and 
and Jalen Brown's contract and AD's contract. <laughs> Jalen Brown's Everybody, contract. Good contract. All, all I know is that you just got to buy the damn jersey, Sammy. That's all. You just got to buy, buy the For real, though, Sammy, you have Get to that buy the Red Devils jersey. one. Get you that Red Devils jersey, jersey, bro. <laughs> I copped that one. That one's nice. That one's nice. All right, so we'll start with you, A-Rod. Give me your give me your quick little summer recap. What was some 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 cool shit that you uh uh you did this summer personally and then uh sports world? Uh personally I just chilled, man. Played a lot of golf with Sammy and Vic. Um <laughs> I, got, I need to bro, Hey, I'll, hey, I'll but you, you gotta give yourself more credit, A-Rod. Don't just say you, you just played a lot of golf, Uh-oh. like you practice, you practice, and then we got you to a point where you were crushing <laughs> it, dude. Crushing. Okay. He went yeah. from like sh- like like shooting like worm burners across the grass, and I, I don't know something happened. One day we were out in the, on the driving range, and he made us all look like we could barely hit the ball. He was hitting it like two fifty with like his five iron, hitting it like two hundred with his nine iron. Like it didn't matter what what what, what club he was using. I don't Have know. Something happened. Has he been tested for steroids? Because you know how A Rod is. It ain't that man. I do I do natural work uh, workout regimen, but okay, A Rod. <laughs> <laughs> the credit, the credit all goes. The credit goes to the men in the two squares down below. Vic, my coach, and Sammy, my fixer. Both of them have made me a good golfer. So, right. and I, and I honestly, I hear Vic. I hear your voice screaming in the back of my head every time I touch golf. Keep your fucking head down. <laughs> you did wrong. So I, it's I, like, yeah, it's, it's easy to coach people, but uh, it's hard to play. So if I if I could if I could play as well as I coach people, I'd be a lot better. But. Literally, I know how that feels. We got to get everything back on the course. I got exactly. That's the thing is I need to go because every time there's always something going on, but mostly just a lot of golf and um, just relaxing. But my biggest sports story for me is, hey, it got done. Aaron Rodgers is finally a New York Jet, so I don't got to like huff and puff anymore. He's on the practice field. That's all I got, you know, for me and and sports. So Cool. Vic? Yeah, I mean, uh, what A-Rod said, we've just been doing a lot of golfing, which has been great. A lot of fun, uh, you know, watching these two gentlemen grow as golfers. You know, Sammy, shout out to him. He shot his first uh, – uh, he broke 110 for the first time, which Let's is a big, a big deal in a, a golfer's not life. Not great, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kidding. Hey, man, <laughs> got to start somewhere, so – I'll, uh, listen, I'll probably be like 140. So it's, it's yeah. like a bad mitzvah in golfing, huh? There, <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a huge deal. So big ups to to my guy there for sticking with it. That takes a lot of effort. Uh, but uh, my uh, my summer uh, sports, a uh, few things. So we got the Jalen Brown extension, which is huge for the Celtics. Uh, we also added uh, Porzingis, who's already hurt, um, which is awesome. <laughs> what I tell and, you, I know. Um, and but uh, big thing, uh, big things happening for the United States men's national team guys. A lot of them going to uh, bigger clubs with better opportunities. Uh, as we all know, Christian Pulisic, Yunus uh, Musa going to AC Milan. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, it's really the United States invasion of, of Italy. We got Tim Weah and Weston McKinney at Juventus. Uh, we got uh, Brendan Aronson going to Union Berlin with Jordan Pifok. Uh So lots of guys, uh, Ricardo Pepe and Malik Tillman at PSV. You know, lots of U.S. duos at clubs, uh, which would have been a dream, uh, you know, 20, 10, even, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, huge for huge movement for the United States national team. The women, of course, uh, shitting the bed 
Jesus. That's another discussion. Hopefully, <laughs> something that we'll discuss later on the pod today. Yeah, like first of all, I'm tired of waking up early in the morning to see them play like drives. Like it's the most annoying shit in the world. But anyway, uh, Sammy, how, how's your summer, man? <laughs> Bro, it's been unbearably hot. Like insanely fucking hot. Um, as maybe some of you, I mean, you guys know. Um, maybe some of your listeners know. I'm training for the New York Marathon, and it's been absolutely miserable trying to run in this weather. Um, so that's pretty much all I've been doing, playing a lot of FIFA. Um, and I think kind of sports related. Obviously, um, <clears throat> Vic already touched on Jalen Brown a little bit, which I'm sure will you'll ask us a bunch of questions about it. But um, was. <laughs> paused uh wow that's crazy uh <laughs> no nah, but uh my, my biggest thing has been just the Kylian Mbappe debacle that's going on in Paris um I just I just want it all to be over you know what I mean and it's unfortunate that it's going down the way it is I was really hoping that even if he didn't want to be at Paris anymore he would do them like a solid sign the one year so that they can sell him um, so that at least we get a return on the investment, you know, like 150 it doesn't have to be the full 250, 300 million, but you know, at least recoup some of the funds from it. But yep. yeah, it's looking ugly. He'll be in Madrid though. You'll, you'll enjoy that. A rod. Sorry. I was just saying like, you know, a lot of the, like, does anybody feel it's like a little problematic the way that we discuss uh, uh, transfers in soccer. It's like, oh, we're going to sell this guy for $100 million. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, whenever so I hear soccer terminology, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. we bought him for this much. We I sold know. him for this much. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, they're not property, bro. I know, <laughs> I know, right? And then people are talking, like, talking about, like, and, and no, no, no shots at Sammy because he's absolutely right, you know, return on investment. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just soccer. That's how it is. That's exactly how it is no, I mean, you don't I, want to lose I, a player like that for free no, you know what i mean no, it's the same 100%. thing with like doing a sign and trade if you have a guy somebody's interested and you want to get some assets from it back in the nba or mlb you do a little sign and trade you sign them and then you trade them for some other stuff right. so soccer doesn't have trades really right. <laughs> they just it, sign so. is they just sell and trade i mean sell and buy buy and yeah, sell and buy or loan borrow <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah or borrow yeah hell? or borrow <laughs> it's so weird bro it is it is uh, my summer was very uh, straightforward. It was hot as hell. It is still hot as hell. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm tired of it. Um, Bro, you look like you sweat a lot too. So, oh, I'm a sweater. You sweat a lot. <laughs> you saw me at. Uh, oh, I saw you at the Wu Tang concert. Bro, you must be dying in this summer. Boy, bro. boy, I was sweating that night. But that was that was me drunk and happy and listening to my favorite kinds of music. This is just I walk out. So I started, you know, working in the office a lot more than I used to. So. I work downtown. I always like to go for walks because I hate sitting down for so long. I'm going to lose my mind. But I have to go outside and go for walks so I can let my blood kind of just do something. Every time I step outside, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, El Nino. Like, what is what is this heat wave that every single day feel like 113 to feel like 110? I'm like, bro, I'm going to die out here. So um, it's been a lot of sweating. Um, but I've picked wow. up playing basketball again. That's something that I'm very happy about. Uh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. I mean, I play with my coworkers. I play with my coworkers, but if you would like, I play like on Wednesday nights right before I come and do this show. So my energy level is going to be on a either on a high because I played well, or I'm depressed because I, I I play like shit. So, uh, but no, I'm 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 just happy to just be playing basketball. If you need a secret weapon, just let me know. Hey, man, the jump shot, the jump shot, looking crazy right now. I'm like, okay, we we all we all won. Uh, but in sports. 
Uh, I've just been watching like the the uh, the the ebbs and flows of of uh, being a, a fan of the teams I'm a fan of. Um, I'm I'm about ready to drop the Sixers. I think I'm this close to being a, uh, a free agent uh, because every move that they've made over the last I don't know 18 years has drove me crazy, and I just I don't I don't trust the direction that they're going anymore. So the next stupid thing they do, I think I'm done. And then. Um, uh, with the Phillies, you know, I just I, I love what we have, but I wish we have. I wish we could do a little bit more. But you is know, baseball we're, we're, still going on? I think so. <laughs> I think so. But yeah, it's just you know I've been watching a lot of baseball. Um, I've been hitting on parlays lately. I'm, I'm I've been so my man. I, I I've been you know how I am. I'm very like nervous, like to like you know lose. I like to lose, right? But I do so much fantasy baseball. Um, I whooped up on A Rod a couple times this year already. He, he knows, <laughs> uh, but I do so much fantasy baseball, and I'm always paying so much attention that I'm like, you know what? I might as well try to get instantaneous money rather than waiting till the end of the season to hope I even make the playoffs, right? And I'm hitting. I've been hitting little, you know, little ten dollar bets to win fifty dollars. I'm like, I, you know, like, I'm ride just, it. Just little, it. little things. So um, that that's been like my biggest one is that I've, I've been getting, I've been understanding the parlay game a little bit better. So. Uh, also, I just did this money thing because I watched Johnny Manziel last night, and that Ooh. shit was crazy. <laughs> that that was a crazy documentary. He really spired out of control. By the way, in case y'all didn't see it yet, I haven't he, seen it yet. I mean, now. We we knew from like the media watching it on the news, like oh, but no, he spiraled out of control. Like he went he went crazy, like balls to the wall, also Ryan Lee type of shit. So uh, hopefully he turns his life around. But that's that's some crazy shit. But uh, uh, let let's um. Before we get to all the other sports, I know we want to talk soccer, we want to talk basketball, we want to talk baseball, probably want to talk track and field. I don't know, uh, you know, whatever it is, right? We want to when to kick it off with our uh, our special that we do every year. Well, it's crazy to say every year, but the special that we do every year, um, uh, we do our little previews um, for each division. So today we're doing the NFC and the AFC East. We're gonna get it off. We're just gonna rip the bandaid off right now. Obviously, but all of our teams are within those uh, uh, divisions and conferences and all that stuff. So we're going to kick it off first. A-Rod, I'm passing you the floor. because We'll talk about Hard Knocks real quick before we talk about the AMC East. Did you guys watch Hard Knocks as well or no? I have not had the chance to watch it yet. Sammy? Not yet. A-Rod, I want you to... I want you That's to what I was going to do on the couch, but I'm on this podcast right now. Enlighten these brothers. <laughs> Enlighten these brothers about what you witnessed last night because obviously A Rod right now is on cloud twelve right now. You can't mess with him. So go ahead, bro. What's yours? I mean, Hard Knocks never disappoints. Um, I mean the the opening credits of showing the one championship we had with Joe Namath and the transition to the signing of Aaron Rodgers was really good right out the gates. It showed like how desperate and how bad we've been wanting a quarterback, and that's what I've been preaching for, you know, all of last year. And I mean, even the years we had shitty quarterbacks, I didn't say we just need a quarterback. I said, we needed like a good quarterback, one that, you know, holds the locker room accountable, one that has good direction, one that's a leader. And all you saw is like, you know, I saw your tweet, KK, don't act like I didn't want to respond. I know you saw it. They're treating this man like he's God. And as they should, as they should. And I know you're going to allude to something about another team. And I'm going to let you have that little part. But like that's what the Jets really needed is is a, a commander in chief at the helm who's going to, you know, have 
have a, a, a big, uh, you know, shadow over the entire team saying, this is what I've done. You know, what have y'all done? And even at that, he's fun. Like he looks like he's having a good time again playing football. And that's what I appreciate. But the first episode was really good. It didn't really allude to any specific players. It just kind of like showed Aaron Rodgers, showed Sauce. No, they kind of did. They, I mean, I was surprised like, that Zach Wilson like actually like sat down and spoke heart. to somebody. That yeah. was that was I was very impressed with Zach Wilson, by the way. So but I'm I'm giving you pr- my predictions right now on, on hard knocks. The funny guy, like you know how every episode has like that funny guy that's like he's a clown. It's gonna be Michael Carter, the running back, not the defensive back, the running yeah, back. Yeah. I, I, and he was the, he was doing some talking. <laughs> Sauce Garner get some some funny shit in there too. He was he was pretty entertaining, and a big uh big baby Quentin Williams too. I think those three are gonna be like the most entertaining ones. Uh, bless you, work. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> excuse oh, me, bless you, thank me. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a good first episode, you know, showing up to the Hall of Fame game, um. Showing how Aaron Rodgers has always been like a villain. He was actually, you, you couldn't like not not like him in that episode. Like he was very humble. You can see the relationship between him and Nathaniel Hackett. It's very juvenile, very fun. I miss this Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. But um, me too. I do. And I'm glad that we get it. So uh um I like I liked episode one. It was good for me. So, so yeah, you, the New York Jets were founded in 1960, right? This is the first time y'all had a good quarterback. Cause I don't care what y'all say about Joe Namath. The most the most overrated Hall of Famer in the history of the NFL, in my opinion. Okay, um, but this is the first time since 1960 I had like, oh shit, we got a quarterback. I mean, it's like the Browns, you know, just be going through just quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, nothing ever works, and now it's like finally the organization is like new life there. Like Method Man was at practice. Like freaking Meth- Method Man was at practice. It's that serious, right? But I, I, uh, I think the difference with this case compared to like the Browns and maybe previous Jets teams is like, it seemed like the Jets this time around were a lot more patient mm-hmm. with, with building a correct. solid foundation before yeah. throwing a quarterback in there rather yep. than the reverse, right? Where correct. you're just throwing a quarterback out there to just get destroyed. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Cause like, yeah, I mean, I mean, so uh, A-Rod alluded he had, to it earlier. He had Brett Favre. Don't forget that. But he was throwing a, like, That's Jared right. That's Autry right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Brett Favre was sending dick pics. Was sending dick yeah. pics to cheerle- or to like news people. So, yeah, he wasn't. I'd, I'd send her dick pics, too, to be honest. Hey, cheer, 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 cheer. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you guys have been canceled. Congratulations. Good run. Five seasons. Well, we got canceled, guys. All right. No, but seriously, no. Um, Freaking Brett Favre. Yo, God. Theo Vaughn says way worse. So, we good. <laughs> Touche, but no, like, but yeah, you're right. Brett Favre was there, but uh, shit, I lost my train of thought. But no, with, with uh, he alluded to it earlier. I, I was talking to him before the show. Now I see why the Buccaneers were so good when they got John Brady. It literally took one player to come in the locker room, and the whole energy of the locker room completely changed. And if you watched the ep- if you watched the episode last night, every single player in there was like, I said they were worshiping him. Obviously, you know, they've never seen anybody like that before. They've gone from Zach Wilson and uh, Mike White and, you know, all, you know who else is there? Joe Flacco and whatever else has been there, right? To Aaron freaking Rodgers. So they've never seen anybody spin the ball like him. You know, it's it's like a different kind of confidence. And, you, you know, like the defensive coordinator was talking about it, like during one of the, the, the scenes, like, we that's our quarterback. Like he made like a back shoulder uh like across his body back shoulder throw in the corner of the end zone like it was it was phenomenal so the cop like what we saw with the bucks where everyone's confidence rose on both sides of the ball i think we're going to see that with the jets um but let's um let's get to let's get to the afc east obviously um 
there's obviously more teams than the Jets. So um, some quick some quick hitters from stuff that's going on over the summer in the AFC East. Uh, Josh Allen is is another year in the league, and uh, Stephon Diggs is, <laughs> is I don't know what the hell's going on with Diggs. Um, he's I don't know he's in and out of the lineup. There's like weird just energy in there. Um, the Jets obviously with Aaron Rodgers and a lot of the different talent that's coming to those doors. Uh, the Dolphins they didn't really do too much, right? Like they got Jalen Ramsey obviously, but he's already hurt. But he I, when, when he comes back, we'll see when that happens, but. Um, you know, we got to see if Tua is going to make that next step and actually, like, you know, be healthy and take care of his body and carry a team. And then, uh, Patriots, Bill Belichick's been under a lot of fire. Uh, I haven't heard his name be like this, you know, doubted in a long time. Like, it's really weird, like how much they, how much negativity is coming out of the locker room there. And you know, you want, you know, you you expect obviously over the last twenty, you know, you know, the years that okay, you know, it's always everything's going to be fine. Right. But it doesn't seem that way. So I want to, I'm going to pass it to either one of you guys. What is your, uh, what's the temperature right now with, uh, with the Patriots locker room? Big. Oh, good. I guess I'll go first. Uh, to be honest, I haven't really listened to too much hype uh, about the Patriots other than, you know, the possibility of us getting DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I know that I think we lost him for like, we didn't want to give him some bonuses or something like that. We didn't want to give him an option. I forget what it was, but it was some stupid reason. Um, you know, and that's obviously disheartening. But even with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, this team is destined uh, to be another middling season, I think. Uh, you know, they'll be competitive in some games. Uh, but I think that uh, overall, you know, this is probably a 500 team Maybe uh, two wins over five hundred. We'll just just so you know, your over under is that is set at seven point five. Yeah, which sounds about right. I mean, I think I think eight is is a good number. I think um, we'll hit the over, um, just because I think you know I do think the team got better. Um, it upgraded obviously with Bill O'Brien, so I think we'll be better than last year. But um, I don't think that will translate into as uh, wins. I think we stay stagnant. I think what was our record last year? Was it ten and? And uh, ten was it ten six? Was it was, guys, now, ten and seven? Ten and seven. It was nine. No, it was nine last was year. Nine, it was ten yeah. year before. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So, so what yeah, additions did you guys make over like this year? I know um, Juju, Juju, yeah. right? Um, um, on the offensive end, yeah, Juju Smith Schuster. Um, oh, Gasecki, Gasecki as well. Yeah, there's also still some chatter about um about Zeke, um possibly. Yeah, uh, the offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. And, Christian and Gonzalez. Gonzalez is huge for our defense like as well. Um, but I'm still uh, good letter for net. He's a he's a Bill Belichick type of uh, running back to me. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think uh, Damian losing Damian Harris isn't that isn't going to be that big of a loss as we all know. Losing uh um, you know running backs isn't that big uh, isn't that big of a deal in the NFL. Um, I think that. Uh, we're gonna have to spin off of that because we got to talk about running backs <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> i mean yeah it's another thing like like you know i don't well, i guess we'll go ahead and get into it later but yeah. I'm, I'm more worried about bill belichick's roster construction than i am about his play calling ability and i think uh you know at some point in time you know there's no more scott pioli there there's no more buffer between him and the personnel decisions and i think that he he's become a little bit too frugal in his old age, and he's still he's always been Yeah, but it's different when you have Tom Brady. Um, exactly. And and 
Well, I guess we'll. I guess this year is going to be a litmus test, and we'll see what. I don't think Robert Kraft will ever do ever. You know, fire him outright. If anything, you it'll be like so. You think eight wins that he won't get rid of him? No, and and that's the worst part about it is because, as we know in every sport, the worst the worst place to be is in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and not building towards anything. I think that's what the Patriots are right now. We're in the middle. Um, we basically have Kirk Cousins 2.0 as our quarterback, um, which is fine. I mean, I, I, I would be happy if Mac Jones's career ended up as, as Kirk Cousins is. Um, but he's not going to win you football games like Josh Allen, like Jalen Hurts, like, um, you know, other quarterbacks in the league, even Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, Kirk Cousins had eight come from behind wins last year, just so y'all know. I mean, he's not like, yeah, but, but, he, but he also has zero. You wins. like that? You like that, huh? <laughs> and he's also passing to the the greatest wide receiver in the NFL right now. So that helps. Uh, you mean like we dog this man so much, and he's like actually a pretty good quarterback. I don't. He's, he's a good dude. No, he's, 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 he's a very good man. He just, he just cannot win on national TV when it's a big game, like on a, a Monday night or Thursday night game. Well, yeah, yeah, against the Giants, but he's Kirk Cousins is, is fine. He's a definition of an average quarterback, yeah, which is. Which is what I think Mac Jones is. I don't think he's, uh, you know, I don't think he's a great quarterback. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think mean, he's fine. Um, but you know, the Pats are in trouble. Uh, this is the end of the dynasty. I can see it already. Uh, the the building's on fire. It's already happened, bro. It's already <laughs> over. It's been over. When I Tom know. Brady walked out of that door, it's over. He took the whole dynasty with him. I agree, and I think uh, I think this is it. Uh, I think we got to get used to you know being the '90s Patriots again, and hopefully we strike gold with another. Uh, you know, good quarterback here in the next five years or so, but it uh, doesn't look like it. So, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed for Arch Manning and, you know, 2025 oh, or whatever. Like we're well, like, what, three years away from that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sammy, and because Vic just alluded to it, or I don't know if you recall, but at this the same time last year, you had Mac Jones as a top five quarterback no matter what. You remember that tweet that you had? I think I, I said it was top ten. Okay, um, but I said way. like going forward, yes. And and, and 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 let's let's be fair to to that to that assessment. I mean, look who his offensive coordinator was last year. Correct. I, I, I mean that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I will one. definitely I will one hundred percent even if we go, let's say we go 0 and four, I'll come on your podcast and I'll eat my crow. I'm not gonna eat it yet. All right, I'm not gonna okay. eat it yet. I still think I still think he's going to be a good quarterback, but I agree with Vic that the roster construction on offense is really suspect. Defensively, this team is still going to get stops. And I think, like like Vic said, I think this team can still win games because that defense, like Bill Belichick constructing a defense is a mastermind. Yeah. Absolute is. mastermind. He can get anybody. He can put anybody there. He can put anybody. He knows exactly how to construct it. Offensively, I look up and down the roster. In the AFC East, we have the worst wide receiver room. No disrespect to Juju Smith-Schuster. We have the, the worst. East, I think. I think. This I, was, I, not that guy. Possibly in the NFL, but I'm just saying. Let alone you look at our division. We didn't do anything to make ourselves better on the wide receiver because that's what we want. We want to win our division, right? We didn't do anything with that. And 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 I don't. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say you know Mac Jones needs that. But after what I saw last year, he needed a Hopkins to give him confidence. You just need one guy yeah. that you know that if nothing's going, you can get him the ball. Is Juju going to be that guy? I don't know. And that's the thing. It makes me feel like Bill Belichick's a freaking, <laughs> um, what's it called? Like a gambler. 
Like yeah. he, that's what he's doing. He's putting so many gambles on offense, right? The only, I think the only 100% solid player we have on that offense is Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre. That's no, it. Go, go Ramondre. Uh, besides, besides the offensive line. Yeah. I, I'm talking about strictly like the skill players. Yeah. That's it. Here's, that, here's that your, is absolutely here, it. Juju can be, Juju can be better than Edelman, better than Welker. I, no, I don't but, think so. But no, from a talent like perspective, right? I'm just, like I, yes, of course. But I'm saying from He's a pure talent perspective. Yeah, yeah. Pure how, old talent perspective. how old is this man? This man is old. He's old. I, I, I'm not saying he's going to be good. It's a question mark, right? Like it's such a coin flip. You don't know what you're getting. For all we know, he could have like a quiet 1,100 yards next season. We're going to bash him. Quiet, though. You know, like, if we're, yeah, because we're going to go seven and 10. Our best hope is that either Taekwon Thornton uh, breaks out or, or one of these rookies breaks. I out. think Bote. I think Bote has the the oh, highest Chris, likeliness. Oh, from LSU. Yeah. yeah and here's the thing. Yeah, LSU wide receivers, like even though even if they're not drafted high, they have breakout potential. Those guys, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a factory down there. And I, I know these, something we, in the water. It's it's it, no. It's in the it's in the gumbo. <laughs> I, I know we think about we think about Odell. We think about you know Justin Jefferson guys like that. But I mean they've had some uh, Landry. That, Landry, Jamar had, Chase. <laughs> yeah, Jamar Chase. But those are the guys that have been drafted high. But he, they even had like later round picks that that have uh, that have hit as well. Not 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 necessarily that level. But I think you know that's probably our best shot at a number one wide receiver right now. As of right now, this team does not have a number one wide receiver on their roster. And I, they they're going to find it very difficult to win to win win offensive battles, but you know, like Sammy said, the defense is still there. I still believe in Christian Barmore. I was reading something on PFF about him. Um, Trey Flowers hit, is back. Yeah, Trey Flowers is back. Um, you know, linebacking core is still is still what it is. But those I I, I, really, like, I really like Gonzalez. I, I like the I like the um, the secondary uh, mm. right now. So. Fingers crossed. This is going to be a tough division to win. I don't think the Patriots can do it, but I will say this. If you gave me a choice between the Miami Dolphins or the, or the New England Patriots, which team is going to, is going to finish higher or has, has the bigger potential to surprise this season, my money would be on the Patriots, um, you know, surprising us and maybe finishing second in the division. Are you willing to put money on that? No. Okay. Cause I, cause I, at the end of the day, as much I as will, I will because I firmly believe that Mac Jones. No, I'm just saying Mac Jones was a decent offensive coordinator away from probably getting 10, 11 wins again last season. We, and, we won and, nine. We won nine with that idiot calling plays. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and I don't know. That's a great point, Sammy. You, you might be talking me into this now. Um, I, I, I think, I think there's still a, a question mark. It's still a question mark, right? I think because I look at Tua, if he didn't have all the concussions and shit, they won nine games as well. And they and half of those weird games were with, with uh, Bridgewater and the other dude that played in the playoffs. Like it's not like, but you, you look and at they Tua. have and, and we look at skill position. Tyreek Hill better than everybody that you got. Jalen Waddle that you got. I mean, yeah. the running back room looks pretty good too. I mean, our running backs are way better than theirs. <laughs> but they don't run the ball. You have the, the, rest thing of is, the running back room that they have over there. Most I, 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 I would still take Belichick over uh, what, what's that guy's name, Mike McDaniel. Oh, sorry, sir, um, but Belichick is a try, bro. guy, so the defense will be on point. Mike yeah. is an offensive guy, so their offense is going to outscore whatever y'all can put up. That's the problem. I will. Put, I would put money on it that Tua doesn't play, you know, a full season this year. That I too. Would, I, that I'll put so money. That's on. 
that's that's where that comes in then that's a fair assessment i don't think he's ever done it even in college even yeah he hasn't yeah, he know, hasn't that's why he never won the heisman because he couldn't finish the season with all the numbers yeah. he put he can never finish the season so all right um jet mr jet talk to me i mean y- y'all really hit the the nail on the head before i could say it we all started up talking about everything and <clears throat> it's what i got written down in front of me is is this the year that mac jones is going to take the leap because Personally, as much as I hate the Patriots, I do like Mac Jones, and I do like the signing of Bill O'Brien. There's some familiarity that he has with the Patriots, with Bill Belichick, and kind of being a quarterback whisperer. So this is something that's going to be good for um, Mac Jones. The only thing that that you know hampers that to me is what you're throwing to. Like we want to throw guys in there and say, okay, be like Tom Brady, be like um, <clears throat> uh, Drew Bledsoe, be like. Aaron Rodgers be like all these guys that are great quarterbacks but if you think about it, they had like good player they 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 could turn players into pl- like good players I don't get that out of Mac Jones Mac Jones has been babied his entire career so what we alluded to earlier about the Jets um getting a guy like a DeAndre Hopkins you're you're like oh my god we finally got a receiver the the energy in the locker room is gonna go up yeah for like that. Can, I, can I just interject real quick because you were mm-hmm. with me a out when it happened Remember last year at, at Blind Goat when a, a, a certain trade happened during the uh, during the draft? Yeah, we got AJ Brown. You saw like how my yeah. uh, my oh we got a we got a guy now. It's, I watched a man. I watched a man die and come back to life with one pick in between. That was yeah, it. Literally, literally. Like, as soon as that trade happened, I was like, oh, we, we it's on now. And it, like when we got Terrell Owens back in oh uh, in oh four, same thing. I was like, oh my god, we got a chance now. It's literally that simple. Hey, Rod, you, not, not to interject too, but you make a good point about Bill O'Brien. I mean, isn't it him that had Davis Mills throw for 4,000 yards, even though his defense was utter yeah. shit? Exactly. <laughs> utter trash. I mean, it's not his yeah. fault his defense was trash, but yeah, the I mean, offense was O'Brien. fine. That's Bill O'Brien's plays, though. He just throws, like, screen passes. You play to win the game. It doesn't yeah. matter. Trash the man all you want. He, he won games with y'all. You know he's, yeah. he's got, you got Ramondre there. I mean, shout running screens. I'm, I'm, I AJ Taylor's gonna be the screen guy. So many touches this year. Pierre That's Strong. how I would be. Like, I will, I will say, I will say this about the AFC East as a whole because I know we're just kind of focusing on these two right now. But just to you know, for the sake of time, going through the going through the other guys here, uh, you know, Buffalo. I think that I think that they regressed this year. To be honest with you, I I don't think that they won the division. I'm a thousand percent with you. Miami, I also think that they regressed this year. I think I, I think they had a great year last year. I think they're going to have another great year offensively. The problem is defensively, can they do it? Their defense did get better in the offseason. But let's see, can Mike McDaniel coach that defense up to a top five defense? They have top five defense talent. If they do that, they can easily win the division. And then, of course, you have New York, um, who really has a you know great coach, um, great coaches in place. Great defense. Um, and as much as it hurts me to say, I think that in my mind, they are the uh, the clubhouse leaders to win the division this year. Same. I'm with you on that one. Continue, A-Rod. Sorry. We, we, yeah. Yeah. The only last thing I was going to say is like, if, if all of that were, or if all that fails again, um, I mean, I, yes, y'all won nine games last year with that trash ass offensive coordinator, but how long is Bill Belichick going to be in tension there? Like personally, I, I can't stand the motherfucker, but like he's, he's got in new England. I get that. But at what point are you like, we needed to have a changing of the guard, this, this, and that, if it's not working, 
because just like my team, you know, last year I kept saying we needed this, we needed this. Was you guys know, get a receiver, get a receiver. Juju's a coin flip. We don't know. I I love the kid. I love USC receivers. He's a Super Bowl champion, but like he just did what he had to do to win that Super Bowl on that team. And I just don't think he's a leader. I think he's a better number two. And you know, maybe maybe you get something out of it. But yeah, it's a coin flip. Antonio Brown was spot on about him. Like yeah, I don't I, agree I, with everything Antonio Brown says, but he was spot on about Juju. He was yeah. spot on about Juju. Okay, I, I got no. Juju. I, I will say I will say this: that maybe Belichick's getting ready for Henry Ruggs to get out of prison in four years. <laughs> I will also say this: if there's any place that a troubled player usually succeeds in, where is it? I mean, but that's the thing of the past. I don't think Juju's that talented. That doesn't that 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 that's got a vendetta against Sammy because I I used to think that too, and then I started thinking about all the other troubled guys besides the one good one that we brought in or the two good ones that we brought in Rodney Harrison and, and, um, and Randy Moss. And then Corey every, Dillon. Yeah. For every one of them, there's an Albert Hainsworth, right? There's, that was injury. There's Antonio Brown. Don't there's, forget. Uh, let's let's, let's not pontificate on the past. Tom Brady will cover up all the holes that you need. To right. Cover Tom Brady, but Bill Belichick will also throw your ass out. He doesn't care who you are. Yeah, but yeah, but that doesn't help us. But by, by I'm just saying, guy, I'm just saying, it's either he shows his true talent or he's gone. Yeah, I mean, but listen, you know, the 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 Chicago. Can we talk about the Jets? No, but real quick, I'm tired we're of the Patriots, man. Fuck we're Patriots. going to the Jets right now. The Chicago Bulls said, "All right, Phil Jackson, we're done." Right? <laughs> well, there's no reason why Bill Belichick they can't look at Phil Bill like, hey. I think it's time for us to D- different take owner. That next step now. D- different owner. Robert Kraft has so much loyalty um, to, to Bill Belichick. He, there's no way. No, they. I feel like they butt heads a lot. Like, remember the Jimmy G situation, and I feel like they have like a somewhat different philosophy. On, he he, cho- he chose Belichick over Brady. I will say this. I will say this. I mean, KK is onto something. The Bill O'Brien signing is a hundred percent Robert Kraft and not Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick got Bill O'Brien, but I bet you, I I know, I I'm more than certain there was a talk about that offense, and of Robert Kraft was like, "Get yourself a real fucking offensive because coordinator, please." He, Bill Belichick, he's gotten away with like, you know what? I'm gonna just try this. It'll work, right? He tried it last year, and it was a, it was a train wreck. So Robert, I mean, sometimes a Bob has to come downstairs. He probably had Gucci Man and and uh, Meek Mill with him. Like, look, man, we are gonna have to like stop this shit right now and let's get let's get back on track. I just wish yeah. you guys would have done a little bit more. Like, if y'all would have got like a Hopkins, all right, all right, here we go. Now Mac Jones gonna have a lot more confidence, right? Devontae yeah. Parker and and uh, Juju. I'm sorry, it's just oh shit, I forgot about Devontae. Devontae <laughs> Parker has the worst separation rate in the NFL. Like. He cannot separate from from quarterback. So my, my last thing on this New England Patriots debacle, the worst thing to ever happen to the New England Patriots is having Bill Belichick as coach and GM. Mm-hmm. The worst thing. The worst. And you know thing. who was also coaching GM in Houston? Bill O'Brien. <laughs> All right, Mr. J. Talk to me. What, what you got going on over there in New York? Oh, what I tell you, one thing had to happen. And it wasn't the Aaron Rodgers signing for me to be on board with everything. What was it? Oh, oh, Quentin Williams. 
Get Quinn and Williams. Big boys back. Big boys back. I'm on, I'm on board, baby. We're going to the Super Bowl. I never felt and I never I never goes. said that in my life. So but um I'm happy with everything that we've done. Um I look at the roster up and down and I'm like, it's pretty complete. I mean, getting getting if we were to get Dalvin Cook, I like I feel like we we don't need that, but it would be interesting to add that type of player to it. I know we brought in Zeke as well for a for a chit chat too, but I don't I don't think we're gonna get Zeke. Um, but I I like from what I see on reels and like the page, and you you guys get to see it on Hard Knocks now. But there's a, there's a different atmosphere. There's a different like feeling in the in the locker room, and I like it. And it, and it's like a winning formula. And I'm I, I can't wait for the season to start. I want to talk my shit. And you don't want to know what I have the the record for this team at for the season. So all right, let me just before you go, look. All right, we kick off the schedule. All right, Bills at Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Philly. You don't even got to do that. I'll tell you, I got them at fourteen and three. Get me off my high horse. I got them at fourteen and three. I got them fourteen and three. I got them losing one of the Bills. I I want to say we we take care of the Pats, but I got them beating us one time. And I got us um, uh, losing one to who was the other one I saw? Uh, wasn't I said we take care of the Dolphins two times? It was another team. Yeah, I got fourteen and three, baby. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll tell me how much money you want to put right now. I'm not going to put any money. How many? No, 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 no. Please, you, made that? you, you got to put your money where your mouth is with this one. I, fourteen and three is I'm very bold. Money, I got it. Fourteen and three. Let me be a happy and passionate fan. When I know, you, but you got to be realistic. Me. You're normally very realistic. KK, KK. I said one year they're going to win like three or four games. You said, oh, they got seven in them. How yeah, many? Last year you yet? said three or four I mean, wins. You're going to go from three or four years before that. In the year before that, one. Let me be. Let me be a super fan. Okay. Just let me be a super fan of this. So Just you, beat, you 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 chalk in the Eagles as a win? No, league, that's the team we lose to. We lose the to Chiefs. The you talking the Chiefs as a win? Oh no, we lose to the Chiefs too. What Chiefs, about the Bills? Then I well, guess you'll, be, you'll, you'll sweep. We lose one of the Bills, you and then the Patriots lose one. That's four then. So All that's right. thirteen well, and four. Maybe I, maybe I was feeling good about looking at that Patriots good right and saying we'll take care of them. But Bills always got our card. So give me four losses then, and the Chargers, oh, and then. All right. oh, I got fuck the Chargers are a head case. You Not know in the regular game, season, in the playoffs for you sure. You know what game I got circled for y'all? The Jets Broncos game, October 8th. Sean Payton. Oh, yeah, they're gonna take care of that shit. No problem, man. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. He said that shit. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think 14 and 3 is as crazy as you guys think it is. I don't no, four, what? Look at Vic. That's why I like Vic. He's like Vic, a silent assassin down there. 13 uh-huh. was my number. 14 seems high. Remember, oh, four, yeah, I mean 13 15. And I think 13 is a lot. This What's the difference between 14 and 13? Team. It's the Tom same Brady, number. Tom Brady got to, saying, to Tampa. That's because that's, that's saying because dude, it's literally saying that you're you're gonna split the series with the Bills, you're gonna split the series with the Patriots, which potentially you could sweep it, right? I think they're sweeping the Patriots. Come on, the Patriots fucking suck. The Eagles? The uh, Eagles? They might lose the Eagles. They the might. Dolphins are gonna get y'all once. I'm just saying they'll get y'all once. They'll get y'all once. I don't think so. Who? I'm scared. Oh. I'm scared. Yeah. All right. Hey, not, hey, and hey, and, and don't off, forget, don't forget the best team against the spread, the Atlanta Falcons, baby. Ooh, don't sleep yeah. on those Falcons. Yeah, man. they can win on they can win against the spread. They're not gonna the, the spread's gonna be 14. Just no, I don't think so. I think, the, I think the Falcons had a good summer. I think the Falcons had a pretty decent summer. Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not scared of that good ass team. Whatever. Fuck them. I'm not right, scared. I, I, I'll tell you, I don't I don't think 14's out of out of out of contention here. I think that. 
I, I, I again, if if everything goes to what I think, right? I think that the Dolphins are going to regress. I think the Bills are going to regress, and I think that the I think that the New York Jets got immensely better. And as much as it pains me to say, I don't think that 14 is a crazy number. I think I, I I think that they will fit around 13 wins, but 14 doesn't sound crazy. 11 and five. That's that, oh, 11 and that's six. that's a no. That's disrespectful, KK. <laughs> 11 and six. Well, Tom Brady's first year with the Bucks, same shit, same situation. The team was loaded, and they just threw a quarterback in there, and it went 11 and six. And won the Super Bowl. Like it takes time to get all these pieces to fit. Like this is a brand. It's not like this is. There's no continuation there. There's got to be a little bit of a. You know, there's got to be a little bit of a struggle there. Like it's not going to just be peachy and rose. This is not that simple. That's, that's true. But I, I think Aaron Rodgers is better now than Brady was when he got to. And I think the Jets' Tampa. defense is better than that Bucks defense. Uh, I don't know about that. Bucks I can't. Defense. I can't agree on that either. It was old. I can't. Agree this is a young that. Jets defense. I this is a young Jets defense. They have a better player in Sauce Gardner, but overall, the Bucks defense was pretty solid. I don't yeah, know. I, think, I don't know. I, I think you guys I, overrated. Year one. Year <laughs> that's one. Secondary, that's secondary. That secondary was. They were healthy. Was, that that secondary, secondary was Basura. It was very sus. Yeah, but the pass rush was so good. They didn't need to, like they didn't need to be a good secondary when your pass rush is that good. <laughs> Shaq Barrett. I, 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 I'm going to have that here. I just I think the offense is that much better than the than the Bucks offense. I'll just game. say. Obviously, you guys are, are betting people. Nine point five is their over under. I'd probably hit. The, I'll definitely hit the over on oh, that. Oh, what? That's I'll over definitely under? hit the over oh, on I'll that. Slam the shit out of that. Yeah, I'll definitely hit the over on that. But fourteen wins. I'm, I'm sorry. That's. I don't think it's crazy. That's disrespectful to the rest of the NFL, in my opinion. Oh my bro. Like, I think know. eleven is disrespectful too. No, bro. it's not. I think yeah, Tom Brady, the greatest. Why just come over here and kick me in the nuts? He went eleven and six and won the Super but Bowl. You, look at their awesome. schedule, like KK. If you look at their schedule. Like A Rod and Vic are saying, it's not that crazy. That schedule is not that great. Off the like, gate, there are Bills and then at Dallas. I mean, not that I have that much respect. Does Dallas, Dallas scare you? No, Dallas like what? No, no, but they're a playoff team. I, I understand where you're coming from, KK. I, I'm not going to trash you either. But but does I, somebody want to give me? Vic's being too nice. I'm here to please. trash everyone. Somebody bet me some money, please. I, I'm feeling good right now. You know what oh, else I, I did? I, you know what? You know what else I did on top of this? I looked at what Aaron Rodgers' like winning percentage was against the teams that he played against, and he absolutely owns all of the teams that we play against. So, and then I looked at the Eagles, and I was like, "We can win this game." But for the benefit of my co-host, who I have respect, bro, for, no, 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 I don't said, you dare, don't you dare, no, and I respect that feelings. team. I want bro, you to be I have respect for that team. You went and got Miles Jack, who was thinking about becoming a plumber. Okay. <laughs> He thought he was going to become a plumber, and he and you signed him on a Tuesday. So I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, I got respect for you. So, <laughs> so that's that's that. I mean, yes, I'm shooting for the stars with this team. You know, I'm just I want to make the playoffs. That's what I want. I don't care about the number, but me sitting there and over analyzing this, I came up with 14 wins. That's what I did. And yes, call me a homer, whatever. But I look at the winning percentage of the quarterback. I look at the camaraderie that's there, the the tools we have, and that's what I'm gonna leave it at. And I don't want to talk more about this thing because I don't want to jinx them and they win like three games or some bullshit. No, no, well, no, that's not gonna happen. All right, that'd be hilarious. We don't need to go. Th- we don't need to go through every team in the AFC East. I care about the Jets and the and the, and the Patriots for the sake of the show. Um, who's winning the division? Go, Sammy. Jets. Jets. Vic. Jets. Hey, right. I got Jets, and the only thing I'll say about this is like. 
Uh, pay attention in Buffalo too. That's the one thing I want to say is pay attention what's going on in Buffalo because is this a yeah is this it's a moment? It's definitely one of those because I think I just like Vic said they digress. Um, I, I they lost some pieces. I mean they went and got Leonard Floyd and and Damian Harris like I, whatever. But like you're laughing at me about that Singletary letting Singletary's been a lifer there. Okay, he's been like the bell cow back that we were just talking about Juju getting a, a quite eleven hundred yards. And now we're seeing Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. They were like romanticizing these two as like the, the most beautiful couple in the NFL. And now there's like a little riff there. There's something going on there that just it, it's starting not to feel right well, for me. I, I agree with you. Like I was gonna like, I didn't want to like harp on too much about it, but I'm like, yeah, there's something there, obviously. But they have a secretary five foot nine FAU running back. James Golden Cook ball. James Cook is a solid running back. They're fine. No, I I'm think James Cook that. is solid. I'm not saying and that. Damian Harris saying... is solid as well. That's so what like what's the difference between Damian Harris and, and Devin Singletary? Like I don't give a fuck. I'm saying that he's been a lifer there, and that might have been something that made made shit for them. Yeah, he did a lot of shit for them. He, he ran that ball just for hear that shit. I'm sorry. Josh no. Allen to punch it I don't in. hear that shit. James Cook is a way better running back than than uh, already in his young career. He hasn't even done anything yet. He's a way better better running back than Devin Let's Singletary. be honest. The only running back in Buffalo is Josh Allen. So That's it true. Matter. But they need to stop that shit because, again, I've, I've had the same thing over and over and over. I compare Josh Allen to Cam Newton and Andrew Luck if they had a baby, right? Andrew Luck retired at 29. Cam Newton was done by 32. Like, it's like there's there's no longevity when you play like that and you're always exposed to being a – when you want to be a superhero and everybody's beating your ass every single week, I mean, the licks, the licks started to add up. You know what I mean? So and every but, year, the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But I agree with, I agree with both of y'all. I think the bills uh, regressed this year. I got the Jets winning that division. Um, and that's it. All right, cool. Next. Let's, uh let's talk about the NFC East. Um, you know, over the summer, not too, some things happened. Obviously we're, you know, the running back situation has become a, you know, a shit show. Uh, Saquon is obviously one of the people. Zeke doesn't have a job. Uh, uh, Dalvin Cook doesn't have a job. Josh Jacobs is nowhere to be found. Josh Taylor. I mean, uh, I said Josh Taylor. What's his name? What's Jonathan. His name? Jonathan. Jonathan Taylor uh, is, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a, a lot of shit going on with the Jonathan Taylor plays for the, for the Colts. Yeah, that guy. But specifically in New York, Saquon Barkley in my opinion, and we t- oh, you're, me- talking about, you're talking about running backs in general. Got it. Yeah, yeah. But me, A. Rod was talking about this like uh, uh, a couple months ago, as far as like you know when it was coming up, as far as like who's getting franchised and who's getting the deal, right? When they when they gave jo- uh, um, God, what's the quarterback's name? Uh, I don't have no respect for no, Daniel Jones. That's how bad I feel about. It. I don't really care about the Giants, but when they gave Daniel Jones 140 million dollars, to me, it was it was it's going to be downhill from there because. Saquon to me was their best player, is their best player, and they prioritized a quarterback who's really not that good. Like he had a he had a one pretty decent season, and they gave him 140 million. And then now Saquon, their best player, like take Saquon out of that offense. You think Daniel Jones can just get loose like that? My my friend Sammy said it best. Haystacks, haystacks. He's throwing to. Shit, I, what was it? What, what was the guy's name? Isaiah Rogers and shit. Like, who was the who was the guy that got busy in like in the playoffs? With I don't know. Either way, 
They got, but they got Darren Waller now. I mean, if he's healthy, that's I mean, that's a solid option. His they, wife is fine. The, the, the New York, the, the <laughs> no, New York Kelsey Giants are the, are the Patriots Kelsey without Belichick. Belichick. That is, that is, that she's, she's, mm, yeah. Three, her when, when she was doing three on three in the Olympics, uh, like, uh, uh, was it two, two years ago? I was like, who is this? <laughs> I like, cause you know, obviously, you know, I can't just sit here and lie and say I watch WNBA all the time. So like, I'm seeing her play. In the Olympics, I'm like, yo, who is that girl? And now then I started figuring out, like, yo, first of all, she's a fantastic basketball player, and then she first of all, no, that's second of all. First of all, she's fine as hell. Her day job, (laughs) she's good at her day job. That's what it is. On top of the fact that she looks good doing it, so God bless her for that. But anyway, uh, the Giants to me are uh, they they got to figure some shit out with Saquon, Cowboys, Dakota, Rain, Prescott's throwing picks. All practice. Trayvon Diggs called him out, called him a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> Washington, Airbnb enemy already got them all in their feelings already. Everybody's trying over there in Washington. But they sold. Finally, the team has new ownership, so there's something to look up to, but already negative shit coming out of the camp. And then the Eagles, you know, we did some shit this summer. We, we had a, a decent summer. But, you know me, I'm, I'm very, like, I don't like to have all the pressure and everybody's watching me because I'm like, Oh, we're gonna let him down. We're gonna let him down. We're gonna let him down. Last year we didn't let us down. This year I'm a little nervous, obviously, because it's hard for me to just believe we're just gonna run it back like that. But a lot going on in the NFC East. I'll just kick it off. I'll start with the Eagles right now. Um, I, I love, I do love everything we did this summer. I, I, I mean, Howie Roseman for somebody who passed on Justin Jefferson, the greatest receiver in the league right now. For somebody who passed on Justin Jefferson, and I wanted to, I wanted his head on a on a on a stake or whatever. He's he's turned this shit around a lot. To go get AJ Brown, to go draft Devontae Smith. Uh, you know, offensive line is, in, is is great. Defensive line is great. Secondary is great. We're able to keep James Bradbury uh and Darius Slay. Darius Slay was damn near gone and he's back in the locker room. Um, the linebacker core we shored up, uh, like you mentioned earlier, picking up Miles Jack and uh other homie who was playing in uh who, who was he playing like I forgot Tennessee last year. Uh but no, we I think we and then just the demeanor that Jalen Hurts has, like he, uh, NFL 100, uh, top 100 came out and it's it's finally done. And Jalen Hurts was finished number three, uh, number two in quarterbacks behind Patrick Mahomes, obviously. And I, I mean, from two years ago when uh, we played the Bucks in the playoffs uh, in Tampa, and it was, I mean, I was I was watching a game uh, at some bar, some Eagles bar, and I was depressed. There's like pictures of me very depressed watching that playoff game. From that game on to all where we're at right now with 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 Jalen Hurts, it's like it's I mean it's the most beautiful thing ever. And we we're talking about Mac Jones earlier, right? It's literally that simple. Get him somebody that he can just trust and just get the ball to. And you, I mean, we saw with Mac Jones in college, he had the best receivers. I mean, he had Rugs, he had uh, Devontae Smith, he had um, the other guy. I mean, they had. So much, oh, uh, Waddle, they have so much talent yeah. right there, right? And he was able to utilize that talent. So when you get somebody in the locker room that just changes life, Donovan McNabb, we gave him T.O. and Donovan McNabb was, hey, here we go. So it's like, I'm, I'm so happy with like, what we have on this on this roster. Uh, I, I, I just want to stay healthy and not let all the noise get to us. And when you have a quarterback like like Jalen Hurts, he won't let the noise get into the locker room because he's – He's basically a 45-year-old man in a 25-year-old body. Like, he just celebrated his 25th birthday, like, two days ago. And he's the most mature person in our organization. I mean, more he's way more mature than our coach. Like, he's just 
he's just one of those guys that like I'm so happy that he's on my team, right? So uh, I think you know, just kind of just putting it out there. I, I think we're, we should win the division. The schedule is obviously going to be a little bit harder, you know, getting the first place schedule. Um, but I, I still think we should win the division. Um, I think Washington uh, with Sam Howell. I don't know why they're so gun ho that he's the guy. Um, I I mean I didn't really see. I haven't seen enough of him to just be like okay. And then all, all already like the enemy is like rubbing people the wrong way. So I don't know who's going to be tough enough to even deal with him. Uh, the Giants Saquon's obviously not going to be happy going into this season. They still don't have receivers to throw to, but Darren Waller. And uh, the Cowboys, you know, Dak is going to be Dak. So I got to still win the division. I'm not going to go 14 and three, though. I mean, I'm not crazy. I think 12 wins is respectable. I think we go 12 and five. I'll be happy. Boom. And we'll see what happens there. But uh, I'll pass it down to you, Vic. What, what, what you got with the NFC East? Uh, I think the NFC is, is a terrible conference this year. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't, I feel so bad for you guys. The AFC literally has like 11 teams. That should yeah. all be playoff teams. Like, you know what I mean? Like 11 or 12. For real. For real. And, and the thing is that I think that you guys walk into the playoffs and in terms of winning the division, as long as you guys stay healthy, I don't think they'll have a problem winning the division at all. Mm-hmm. Um, New York, is New York, uh, as I said earlier, is basically the Patriots without Belichick. Um, Washington has a lot of eggs in the Sam Howell basket, uh, which is saying a lot. Um, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to Cowboy. So, um I think they got worse uh, this offseason, especially without, you know, I think getting rid of Zeke is a crazy loss. I, I think it, they're putting a lot of pressure on pick up Stephon Gilmore on defense. I mean, that should help a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it should, but I mean, it, you know, it does. Um, I don't think Trevon Diggs is, is all that, though, personally. I mean, but I, I, yeah, he gets beat a lot. He makes some good interceptions, though. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't see, I don't see, I don't think there's a world where Philadelphia doesn't uh, walk their way to the division. Um, in this one, and honestly, there's no really other team to talk about other than I guess if you guys want to talk a little bit about the Cowboys, but I mean, uh, Philadelphia has the playmakers. Who else? What do you? Who else would you? Who else do you like, Sammy? Take this. I, I like Brian Dayball, man. People sleep on Brian Dayball. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah, it's great, but he doesn't have not. Team sucks ass. Um, I honestly. I, I just don't I, – I don't think the Giants are going to come close. I, I, Sammy, I give me your case. 500 team. Sammy, give me your case on the Giants. What's what's the case? Like, I, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not going out and saying, oh, they're going to win no, you know, 11, but like, 12 just, games. Just, but, like – if, I, if I, I, I'm an alien, right, I just landed on Earth, and I need you yeah. to sell me I wanted to be a Giants fan. Sell Brian, me I wanted to be a Giants fan. Brian Dayball made Josh Allen relevant, and I think he can do at least somewhat of a semblance with Daniel Jones. I'm not going to say exactly the same. I don't think the talent's the same, but I think the talent profile is extremely similar. They're extremely similar quarterbacks in a sense I mean, of what they offer. Like Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a tank. <laughs> but that boy's fast. He's fast. <laughs> they're both fast. They're he's both fast. fast. He's not like, I think Danny throws a very good ball. Guy. Granted, like, like A-Rod said, and he, and he obviously he quoted me, he is throwing a haystacks out there, haystacks that get broken every single week. One receiver is going down. And it's always either Darius Slayton or Sterling Shepard because they throw the ball to him. He's already concussed. (laughs) hundred times. Yeah, he He had had breakfast this morning and had a concussion. (laughs) Like, poor guy, dude. Poor fucking guy. So good. The only way they win the division is if Daniel Jones has... uh, I never said that. I never said they win the division. I just didn't. I was just downplaying what you were talking about where you were saying, oh, there's no other team to talk about. I think the Giants are an interesting team to talk about. I don't think the commanders are. 
I think the I Giants think, are more relevant. I think Saquon helped Daniel Jones way more than Daniel Jones is helping Saquon. And so if obviously Saquon, we're talking about different like, talents though. Saquon's playing on a one year deal. So he's not going to be doing the same shit he's doing. Like he's not going to pick up that block. That's going to get him hurt. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to do a lot of the same shit. He needs to get to his next contract. So in my opinion, I think that that's automatically just going to hurt them a little bit. Maybe I'm crazy, but I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he's, he's their best. I mean, he is their best player. So yeah, I don't know, but I mean, Mr. Jet, you guys share a stadium. I mean, what, what's your opinion on the Giants? Um, with the Giants, it's you know, is is Daniel Jones really worth all that money? We're gonna really see if that's what it is. And you know, alluding to the running back market, who's really putting fans in the seats? It's Saquon Barkley, and you're holding out this guy on a contract. And yeah, you went and got Darren Waller. Okay. Um, you know, you're gonna have your Jeremy Shockey moment once again or whatever. There was there was nothing wrong with um all right, yeah, there was a lot wrong with Ingram when he was in New York. He was a head case. But you didn't, you didn't, I mean, you went and got Hyatt at receiver, but you didn't really make a big splash anywhere. Yeah, you brought back Sterling Shepard, which I'm sure he got concussed signing that contract. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. The the Giants, they, they're, they're like a wide receiver or two. And if Dayball is really a quarterback whisperer that he is, away from winning like, a lot of games and being relevant in my in my book and and making Saquon Barkley happy but you know y'all don't want to focus on Washington the only thing I want to focus on Washington is like I, I think we're going to get a clean slate there I think it's going to be clean fucking slate like you know they're putting all this trust in Sam Howell and if and if I'm Terry McLaurin or I'm any part of that defense I'm going to get the hell out because I see what's going on you know it ain't going to work they don't know who the real running back is. I mean, the running back at the beginning of the year, like, got shot in the leg. And, you know, he was he's kind of, like, all over the place at that. Antonio Gibson's just getting dicked over left and right. And Ron Rivera, like, I love Ron Rivera. You know, he's a, he's a Latin head coach. He's cool. But, like, he doesn't really look like the kind of guy that commands the locker room. And it looks like he's completely lost everything there, in, in my personal opinion. And Biennemi's coming in thinking he might get the head coaching job. And then you might get the first overall pick, and then Caleb Williams comes in. It's going to be a whole new share from the DC area. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it's making sense to me that like this is an automatic. Okay. Oh, and, and then and then throw in the Chase Chase Young thing, which makes not a goddamn sense to me that you don't pick up his fifth year option, mm-hmm. and you're like, prove it to me, you're worth this. Like that doesn't make prove it to me that you can stay healthy is probably what they're saying. <laughs> I guess, but I also just have no faith in what the Commanders are doing. Like, if you want to blow it up, just... So, can I ask you this? Because I know you keep bringing up the Daniel Jones thing about his contract and all that stuff, because I'm I'm kind of looking at the numbers. And I, I, I it's a genuine question, and yeah. I, I'm going to get to a point after I ask you guys this question. Sorry to interject, A-Rod. Yeah. Daniel Jones, you guys are saying that his contract was too big, correct, A-Rod? I'm just saying it's a little questionable for me. I think I think it was like a panic pay for them. Um, I forgot the numbers. What was it? Was it four four, four, four one sixty? Yeah. Well, how much is that guaranteed? Eighty. Eighty. Oh, Man, I would have probably paid him that only because of the quarterback market right now. Bingo. But, <laughs> I mean, that, but, that's but, but, but that doesn't make them better. They need right? to. Yo, we need to stop. If I'm a GM, we need to stop. Like, oh, 
oh, the quarterback market. Like, everyone's so scared to, like, underpay their quarterbacks. I'm like, 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 listen, I understand that there's certain quarterbacks that deserve that money, but we can't just be giving everybody the next highest contract just because they're next on the list. But he's not. Like, that's he's, – he's only, like, he's 12th. Like, and he's actually, according to Pro Football Focus, he was the 17th best quarterback. So, I okay. mean, he yeah. got about what he's worth if Who's you think about it. Who's their best player? <laughs> Saquon Barkley, of course, but it's a so running back. I, I'm a taking back care the of my player best player, in the player NFL? first. That's is a running back the best player in the NFL? Dude, that's, that's, where I, that's where I differ, though, is I think running back is replaceable. I, although he is their best player on their team, you can replace that production with a much cheaper contract. than if it's a lot harder that, to find a quarterback that can do what Daniel Jones can do. What does he do? That's special. He can right. run a little bit. No, nothing, nothing. He doesn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. So, like, but he does. He does. He's serviceable. He. he what have? What have, has he had though? That's not our own. What has Tom Brady had for 20 years before he got to? Uh, we're not comparing Daniel off. Jones to Tom Brady. That's not what we're doing here. I mean, this, like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just. I don't see. I don't see anything I, special about him. Where I, I don't. He, is getting 160 and Saquon Barkley is left with 10 million dollars. Okay, okay. I'm, all right. I'm, I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the evil guy here. And I'm gonna say that I I I I'm, I do not side with the running backs in this whole running backs thing. I don't right? either. I'll give I, you I'll give you my perspective, but go ahead, Vic. Oh no, no, I I cut off A-Rod. I think A-Rod was gonna talk. Go ahead, A-Rod. I was just gonna say, would you rather Mac Jones or Daniel Jones? Which Daniel Jones? Jones. I'll take Mac. Daniel. Honestly, I would. I, 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 I don't care. They, I'm they, taking Mac. I'm taking Mac. I'm taking Daniel. I saw Mac All Jones go win, go win, win a championship in They're college. Daniel Jones, I didn't see shit with him in college. They're I don't know how the hell he got picked that high. They're the same fucking quarterback. I have no I idea care. why he got picked that high. Oh, they're not the same quarterback. It's because, he got, he's, it's because Eli Manning and, and, uh, and Peyton Manning trained him. Is that why? Like, come on. They have they have different they have different skill sets, Sammy, but they are in terms of talent and, and where I think that they can bring the level of a team. I think that they are the same in that aspect. So if you look at if you look if you look at Vegas and you look how Vegas rates quarterbacks, right? Because each quarterback is worth some, you know, a certain number of spread points, right? So if you have, it's a big difference if Josh Allen's starting a game versus you know whoever his backup is. I don't even know. Between you know, I'd rather have Mac Jones and Daniel Jones are basically the same. If you look at if you look at how Vegas rates them, right? So. That's and that's the way I think about it. And I would, and you know what? If Mac Jones does come up, and you know, when Mac Jones does come up in a few years, and the Patriots are sitting there with like you know the 16th pick or some shit, I'd rather them pay Mac Jones than 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 take a flyer on the you know fourth best quarterback in the draft. Um, well, that's what so, the Giants had to do. I know, and I agree with what the Giants did. But all I'm saying is that I don't, I don't just because he got paid that much doesn't doesn't mean I value him. As as an I don't want to say as an asset, but I value him as highly as like other quarterbacks in the league. You know, you know what I'm trying but, to say. He, but his value monetarily, I know we're talking about it as an asset now. Like his value monetary is about where his talent is, based on the right. quarterback market. Right, right. But I don't, but That's I don't fair. think he makes the Giants any better or worse. Is is what I'm saying. I I think, I think he, above replacement level. I, I mean, I think right, he is worth right. that. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Hold on. Go ahead, and talk here. Let me think. About I got that. you, Vic. I got you, Vic. I, I'm. I'm. I'm picking up what you're putting out. So <laughs> I think. I think it was a pan. Not a panic move, but it was like, hey, we had. We got to the playoffs with this shit team, you know. So I think we keep it together. And now we've got, you know, the the QB guru and Dayball 
And it was more of like a shit. This is what we're going to have to pay him. Fuck it. Fork it out. We're going to do it, you know, type of move as opposed to like, let's, you know, sit back, look and see what other quarterbacks we can bring in. Like if it ain't broke, don't fix it type shit. The Giants should have went into this offseason and have been like, okay, we're going to go get some receivers for our new signed uh quarterback hell go get brandon cooks at least get get that guy because yeah, he that's right, that's right. Yeah. he should have gotten but the you know the cowboys got him but it, it makes it makes no sense they didn't give him anything we're we're going to the approach of of mac jones here now but you i know? mean they did give him Darren waller i'll give him that they did give hey. Darren waller is a solid option he's a solid hey, option. he's fine but he, let's be honest he's, he's a tight end I yeah mean, but he's, 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 he's not he's, he's not he's trying to He's a he's wide a receiver, receiver that's titled a tight end. He don't block. <laughs> but yeah, but 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 you know, I mean, I, I I agree with you, Sammy, and then I would have paid him because there's no other the free agent market for quarterbacks doesn't exist. We don't see Aaron Rodgers' happen very often, right? Where a, a top level quarterback makes a move. He wants to play in New York, New York in general. If they I mean I don't think he cared which New York team he's for. <laughs> Really, I, well, I that would have been news. I thought he, I thought he wanted to move to the Jets. No, no, he wanted to play for the Jets. He wanted to play for the Jets. But, but I don't, I, you know, if it was between Daniel Jones and I don't know, who's the Ryan Fitzpatrick of now? I don't know, <laughs> whoever, uh, who, who are the Bucks? Gardner Minshew. If, if it's if it's if it's between Daniel Jones and 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 Baker Mayfield or Gardner Minshew, I'm I mean, taking yeah. Gardner Minshew over <laughs> over Daniel. Jones. I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I'm taking I'm taking a Mr. Gardner. Not, not not if I'm not if I'm serious about trying to compete for a playoff spot. If I'm trying to tank, yes, 100. percent Give me Mark Gardner Minshew. No, nah, if, if I'm, I'm trying to tank, give me Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm trying to tank, yeah, exactly. The Bucks the Bucks are going for Caleb Williams hard. Okay. Hey, anybody who wants to tank next year from for Caleb Williams, I don't. You're not going to get no. I don't care if you get fined for. Uh, for uh, taking whatever, go get Caleb Williams. Like, yeah, I'll right. pay the fines. <laughs> he's, I think he's better than any quarterback that came out of this draft. But yeah, I will, yeah, I will, yes. I I will so. say this: I am really high on CJ Stroud, and I know he has he has accuracy issues, but he has a great body. He he remind he reminds me. Whoa, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> he has a great NFL body, right? He's a big he's a big guy. He can run, <laughs> and, and he and he and he's he got the deep ball. Yo, I, I I see a little bit of Josh Allen, and he's smaller than Josh Allen, but I I see that same mold. Not with, uh, with no, we're talking about Anthony Richardson. We're talking about Josh Allen. That's no, Anthony that's Richardson the frame. Frame. I, I promise oh, anybody big. anybody that saw Anthony Richardson playing in, 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 in Florida knows that dude is gonna suck. In yeah, NFL. so did Josh Allen. No accuracy whatsoever. But you put him around uh, behind the right guy, that shit will fix itself overnight. I mean, literally, Josh Allen. Could not hit a target to save his life, and then he but, gets but, the day ball. And but but Josh Allen player. wasn't throwing a five star wide receivers at Florida like Anthony Richardson was, and he was still he was, missing. Name the receiver besides Kadarius Tony that came out. He was overthrowing Kadarius Tony, like the fastest guy in the in college football. He was overthrowing <laughs> by twenty yards. How do you do that? <laughs> I'll say I haven't seen Kadarius Tony do nothing in the NFL, but that's that's neither here nor there. All uh, right. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt last year, right? Are we all on the board? On board? Eagles winning the NFC East? Yes. All right, cool. And then with the running back situation, uh, are we all on board that yes, the running backs are are is their fault? A lot of it's their fault with the collective bargaining agreement. I give them that. And then as a GM, I get it. Like I, if I put if I put on my running back shoes, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. If I put on my GM hat, I don't give a shit that you're pissed because 
First of all, right. I can literally get me an Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round. I can get me this, then that. But but when I when I'm in the middle, yes, you can get you an Isaiah Pacheco, but you have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you can get you, you know, an Austin Eckler or, or some all these guys, but like none of those mid-tier or horrible running or seven-round running backs that come out of nowhere are all that great unless they have somebody like a, a, a quarterback that can just make it happen. You know what I mean? Like well, Daniel Jones was a third rounder, was he? Daniel Jones is not any of those guys that can carry a running back, like a, a mid-tier running back, in my opinion. So I, I, I can see it where Saquon's coming from, right? Like, look, there's no way that Josh Allen, I mean, uh, that Daniel Jones can do it, do what he's doing without me because everyone's paying attention to me when I get on the field. No one's paying all that attention to Daniel Jones, which is why he's able to do what he does. So I, it, I can, I feel like every case is a little different. I think, you know, we're grouping all these running backs in the same bubble. Like Zeke, we literally watch his performance dip every single year. And they gave him a lot of money already for his performance to dip every year. So I understand why they didn't give Zeke money. Josh Jacobs, I, I, I don't know what to make of that situation. You know, you know, you know the Raiders are going to do what the Raiders do. But, like, across the board, to me, I think it's all case by case. I don't think it's a, yeah. a situation where, like, oh, it's, you know. But Todd Gurley, right? He got paid, you know, and he played six years in the league and he was gone, right? But, uh, but like, if you're going to if you're gonna pay – so going back to the Giants thing, if you have the option to pay a mid-tier quarterback or the t- a top five running back in the league, I think we see that the league is shifting now where that's not a priority anymore and they are focusing on – quarterback first it's, i mean it's always been quarterback first but even it, even more so now you're not going to get paid as a running back if uh, even if you're top five it doesn't matter you're replaceable and i Who's think that's the first or second best team in the nfc the san francisco 49ers they got the highest paid running back christian mccaffrey and they got mid-tier quarterbacks and they find themselves in an nfc championship game every single year so Have they won a ring have the, I mean, have the Giants won a ring in the last 12 years? <laughs> I answered the question. No, but. Exactly. Who? Oh That's God. all it is. It's. But this. No, this, this once you get to the NFC none, championship game, if you don't have a quarterback that those, changes the game. teams have won a ring that we're talking about. That, that no, I, with you. I, I know you're saying that. I know you're saying, KK. You're saying that, you know, I agree with you that, that yes, but, but they, but it's not like the 49ers had an option between Kish, Christian McCaffrey and a quarterback, right? So, like, you know, they they I would definitely pay Christian McCaffrey if you I had to give up assets to go get Christian McCaffrey. So, yes, yeah. they made a decision. We're gonna give up all these assets to go get him, and we're gonna make sure that we we, we keep him happy because when 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 all the quarterbacks went down in that playoff game against us, who mm-hmm. was running the offense? Christian McCaffrey. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm can you most- could you consider that the exception versus the rule? Like you have one yeah. team in the Niners as the example that you're giving. Well, you, you're not giving rule, any other ones. Even with the rule, the other, I mean, none of those other teams have done anything either. Like it's literally like in the last, in, in the last few years, it's literally been, who's been the best quarterback that year. It's been Mahomes. It's been Brady. Matthew Stafford had himself a year. And then he had, to me, I understand you prioritizing a, a receiver over a running back. That makes more sense to me because Cooper cup was the reason why that team was that good. But like, Prior to prior to like a mid tier quarterback, to me is I don't I don't, I just don't see it. I understand you prioritizing a top level receiver over running back. That to me is a little different. That's a different conversation we can have. But I'm taking a high level running back over a mid tier quarterback, and I'm taking a high level uh, wide receiver over both of them. So 
it's I mean it's it's really like a there's really no no true science to it, but it, it's a there's no right answer to me in my opinion because like you can't every team is not built the same. Like San Francisco is built to be that way, and they do a good job being that way. Now, have they not? Have they won the Super Bowl? Not everyone Super Bowl, but they. I mean, they. Should, I, in my opinion, they should have. But Kyle Shanahan, uh, like steps on his own feet sometimes. So that's neither here nor there. If you put Daniel, if you obviously. if you put Dan, if you put Daniel Jones on the San Francisco 49ers, are they a better team? Better team than they are right now. Yes, they're the same. I agree. They're the same. They're the same. Yes, they're the same. What? They're exactly. I mean, tell what. Tell me what's going to change. <laughs> like they um, don't do somebody any, viable to get Debo Samuel the ball. They don't do anything special. Like everything that they do is very quick. They it's all quick shit to to the uh, to the flats. Quick shit in a slant. And let because Debo they don't have it, they don't have anybody that can spread the ball. They, Daniel Jones can spread the ball. If he had weapons, that's Daniel what we were just talking that about. Guy. Daniel Jones is a, is a, is a I didn't say he's that guy, but he's probably better than anything they have right now. He's better than Garoppolo? Yes. What? They're has he played? Has guy? he played? Has he played? What's the best ability? They're the they're the same quarterback. What's the best ability? They're the, I've seen Garoppolo go to the Super Bowl. What's the best ability? The the one that's unavailable made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. What's the he best beat ability? Aaron Rodgers a few times and made it to the Super Bowl. So did he beat Aaron Rodgers, or did he have a studly defense? And the running team. I mean, like, remember that game where he only completed eight passes? Yeah, because they can't throw the but They don't trust they him to throw the, the ball. The football. <laughs> Again, it's 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 not a it's not an easy. There's no it's debatable. It really is debatable. That's what we're doing, but it's just you know your opinion or whatever. I, yeah, it's just. Like if I have Patrick Mahomes, I'm giving him all the money in the world. Screw a running back, you know what I mean. But if I have Daniel Jones, I'm gonna have to think about it. <laughs> you know, it's the, to me the, there's a difference when it comes to that kind of situation. But I don't know. It's it 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 has been very tricky with all of that. But um, I don't know. I don't know who to side with. But I'm gonna side with the wide receivers because they make the shit more exciting anyway. So shout out to the wide receivers. All right. Are, are we done with football? I, I'm 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 ready to to leave the sport. <laughs> Anything else for you, uh, Mister Jet? I got nothing, man. Sammy. All right, cool. All right, let's jump into the summer real quick. A lot of shit is going on over the last two months. So ever since the uh, the uh, the Denver Nuggets hoisted that trophy, and um, realized no one talks about, it. and it, I said this was going to happen as soon as they win the trophy. They'll be the least talked about team, the least talked about team going into the next season because they don't have they don't have drama going on in there like a Kevin Durant and a Kyrie Irving and a Damian Lillard. So we look at the NBA landscape right now, and a lot of shit has happened. Um, for I mean, teams that we all support, teams that we watch uh, um, all the time. Um, obviously, you know, Villanova is taking over the state of New York. Um, uh, all of them in, the, in uh, for the Knicks, and then we got obviously what's his name. Um, uh, with the uh, with the Nets, Bridges. Uh, Mikel Bridges, uh, the Lakers did some stuff. You know, they 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 had a pretty decent free agency. The Boston Celtics paid Jalen Brown, which we have talked about um extensively, but they did lose the heart of the city, Marcus Smart, uh, and then acquired Kristaps Porzingis. As a Philly fan, we got the player that I did not want, Patrick Beverly, but hey, whatever. <laughs> uh, we got Pat Beverly and, and Mo Bamba. Phoenix uh, uh, did the trade with Bradley Beal, and you know they they did a lot of things in free agency as well. 
And then also all eyes have been on Damian Lillard this summer with, you know, his, um, you know, his loyalty all these years is, is, has come to a halt. And now he wants to play for the Heat. And now he's getting all his pushbacks. He's become public enemy number one. So a lot of shit. And, and then and the, the Team USA roster has been assembled for FIBA. And you know, they did a, a number on Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico yesterday. But, you know, it's just the best team that we can put out there. So a lot of crazy shit in the NBA. Victor Webiana, Blase, 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 right? Sammy, we'll start with you. Give me your uh, t- give me some Boston shit. We we go to we gonna start with your team. Jalen Brown got paid three hundred billion dollars, shit like that, whatever. So, give me get, talk to me. What, can what, can, can I can, can I divert to A Rod because I cut him off twice in the NFL talk? Okay, that's <laughs> A Rod. Well, first we'll start with the Boston Celtics. They Jalen Brown got paid. Marcus Smart got trade. And Christoph Porzingis is in, is uh is there. So talk to me. What you got? I mean, I like I like the moves they're doing. I mean, you don't want to lose Jalen Brown. Um, you know, it's a lot of money for a guy that can't go left and always slips and falls. You know, but that's just my opinion, and just you know throwing little subtle jabs at that. But you know, I think I think Jalen Brown is is a stand up guy. I, I think he deserves the money. You don't want to lose that type of player when you've got you know a, a fearsome tandem of two. But I don't want to sit here and pontificated because it can go definitely deep down the road at, of of the Daniel Jones contract as well but whatever um I like the Christoph Porzingis uh signing or trade uh it does suck you lose Marcus Smart it's just going to mean that they have faith in one of these two young kids to step up and be more vocal or Big Bob or um uh, Al Horford may you know step up but I don't even see that out of them I think he knows he's almost done but somebody's going to step up on that team um, and then what else did y'all do? Did y'all do anything else exciting? Sign anybody else that I don't know about? That it? I mean, we have a coaching room now. We got we got O'Shea Brissett. You have what? O'Shea Brissett. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Whatever. Nice. I, I'm happy for y'all. <laughs> I'm happy for y'all, but I, I'm just you know I want I want Arthur Bear to have that three in the corner again, nonstop. It lives rent free in my head. Game four of the season, so. All right, Vic, Sammy. Obviously, you know, Boston has a, a lot of love for Marcus Smart. Uh, talk to me about how, you know, what that loss, how do y'all feel about that loss? And then. Boys is crying. You know, like, but, shit. Obviously, you know, it was, you know, a tough loss. But talk to me about that. And then, you know, what you guys got looking forward to um, next season. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and make it quick because I feel like I've been talking too much. Um, So with, with, the, with, the, with the Marcus Smart thing. Um, obviously it pains my heart because it felt like I was like losing a brother and I know he's not dying or anything like that. He's just going to another team, but just, I, Vic agrees with me. Like, you know, we've been with this team watching the growth, you know, from the big three underachieving, you know, Oh eight Celtics. Here we go. Um, the big three underachieving, only winning one championship, probably should have won two, then selling everything, getting assets. And then Marcus smart being that first, you know, ball to drop as that player to come in and obviously just all the tenacity he showed throughout the years. And obviously with the good comes the bad love and trust, right? That's one of the biggest phrases of weird Celtics Twitter from, you know, Greeny love and trust. You just love him for what he brings and you just trust him that he's going to make the right play later on down the road in the game, which he usually does, right? He makes a big defensive play down the stretch, even if he made a bonehead shot earlier in the shot clock, but regardless, 
I thought from a pure talent perspective, I thought we, like, if you just take my heart out of it, I thought we fleeced um, the other teams. I thought we got a really good deal as far as just true talent assets out of that deal. Um, it was kind of an overpay for everybody else, right? It, and it was kind of, we sold high, like, and we got really lucky. I thought we saw Marcus Smart from a talent perspective, not leadership, right? Just pure talent on the on the court. We saw him digress or regress from what he did last year was not as good as he was when he won defensive player of the year. And you could see that right wear and tear that naturally happens. He plays 82 games pretty much every season or close to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he plays most of the games and that's just going to add up. Um, so that kind of stinks. Yes. We have another player coming in that might not play as much and I'm okay with that too. Uh, I, I hope that with the coaches, with the way this construction is going to be with this coaching room, that they understand that we're looking to build this team to make a playoff run, right? We want Kerstas Porzingis to be healthy in the playoffs because that's what we were missing, right? We were missing a big man to hit a shot, to to take some of the burden off Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, who are making plays the whole time, trying to score, do everything, right? Because let's let, let's be real, the only other guy that was really doing anything was Derek White. You know, Malcolm Brogdon had the injury. I mean, Robert Williams is very limited what he can do offensively. He's very good defensively. Al Horford lost his legs because, I mean, we put a lot of we put a lot of miles on those legs, man. We, like 36 we, now? Like, we ran that we we ran yeah. that train to the ground, bro. Pause. Like that was like a 1998 Toyota Camry. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, and, but it's still running though. <laughs> it was, it was. You know what I'm saying? But, but we relied on him so much, and it's like when his legs finally gave out, it's like, damn, that we need somebody to do that. And I think Kirstas Porzingis brings that. I hope we put him on a limits restriction. I hope we don't use him too much in the beginning of the season. We let him warm up to it. We let him come into his own. We let him grow into the team you know because it's still Jalen and jason's team right they're the main keys in this whole entire thing if they're good we're good and obviously the other guys just have to step up when their name is called and i hope that happens and i think it does i i think it will and for the leadership perspective people forget that we did not have a coaching room last year um we lost Damon Stoudemire, who's a tremendous, tremendous assistant coach. Also another locker room leader. You know what I mean? We just got Sam Cassell. I think Sam Cassell is going to bring that same energy. I'm not yeah, saying he's I'm great, but he, he's going to, I think he's going to bring great energy. I think he's a guy yeah. that a lot of these players are going to look up to, especially, honestly, especially the point guard room, yeah. especially oh. the point guard room, which is where well, we struggle what happened with Tyrese Maxey. ever. Exactly. And I think what we saw last season was the lack of, of that type of veteran on the bench that was coaching mm-hmm. because it came to certain points where the players were doing it. That's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. A leader, the leader in the locker room, rally the troops, whatever you shouldn't be coaching. And we saw in the playoffs, some of the players coaching, you can't have that, man. You can't have that. I, no, I think um, there needs to be a, a healthy dose of that. I, I feel like a balance. It, I, yeah. I feel like today's NBA lacks that. Like, you know, you go back to like, you know, like a lot of older teams, right? Like they always had that one, old guy who never like like the O'Donnell's Haslam of the locker room like yeah he might you know he'll play like one game two games whatever but like yeah his voice on the bench you saw what he did for Miami I mean Miami yeah I mean they got to the NBA finals for absolutely no reason like there was no reason for them to be in the finals but I think they had just enough of like the the the, the voices from the bench but, you know you're in the foxhole with these guys so it's a little mm-hmm. different like the coach you know they're in the you know they're in the hotel suite they're up there we're in, actually in the fox in the fox. Yeah. So I feel like that's the only thing I have with like Marcus Smart. I feel like Marcus Smart brings that. Like he's not even like a vet vet. Like he's old, like 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 that. But like 
I like the kind of energy that he brings. Yeah. So like you talked about, you know, like you fleeced all these teams, right? I don't think Memphis gave a shit. Memphis was like, well, we got Marcus Smart. We need him because John Morant needs a somebody to just a mentor, like, calm him down. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, and for me, you know, the the, the uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum thing. You know, I've I've been on. I've said it so many times. I just I have a problem with the pairing. I just feel like Jalen Brown. If if he didn't make an All NBA team and and then get this contract, he would have been out that door quickly because I think Jalen Brown wants to like prove I can just do this shit myself. But they keep you know when they keep including him a trade every single summer is oh Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown for Bradley Bill. Those Jaylen, are rumors. Like, always, it's so much. It's Those like, are rumors. Yeah, but I mean, it gets to you. I mean, as an NBA player, but not from the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I know those rumors come up, and I know people talk about them, but it's not from the team. And no, I, I can say that for a fact. It. But it's, if it's a, but if it comes out, the Celtics organization. If there's one there. thing I know about the Celtics organization, they don't leak shit like that. We don't even know what Ime Udoka did. Yeah, we, we do. don't. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. We I'm don't good. know what he did. So the, the leak bullshit, I'm I'm tired of it. And I think Jalen Brown knows that. And the fact that they gave him this money and they emptied the Brinks truck. Sorry to quote Isaiah Thomas. That's my boy too. But they emptied the Brinks truck for him. I'm happy for him. And the last thing that I will say on this, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same shit over and over expecting the same That's thing. That's Einstein's definition. Exactly. Doing the same thing over and over expecting different results. Mm-hmm. That's what the Celtics would have looked like if they didn't make a move this offseason. Oh, of course. Absolutely. And I know it sucks that, I mean, originally it looked good because it looked like we were going to get rid of an asset that was only there for a year, right? Malcolm Bragdon, but obviously with the injury, the surgery and all that stuff, it didn't work out. But a move had to be made because we would look like complete fools if we just kept the same thing with this core of really talented players the same, right? I think it's a smart move. You have to make a move because if, all right, if we're in the finals again, we're not making a move. But we didn't make the finals. I think the problem. I first of all, I think the Golden State series. There's no reason why you shouldn't have won that series. Like that was just get over that to it. me. That was Boston series to lose. I mean, to to like that was them. So I don't know it's what happened there. Steph, Steph Curry. Steph Curry had like one and a half good games. Like, all right, no, no, no. Of course, Steph Curry. But let's be honest. That that Warriors team was nowhere near as talented as the other Warrior teams that were winning championships. To me, that was Boston's series. Miami, there's no reason why Boston should have uh, should have lost to Miami either. So I don't think it's a talent thing. I agree thing. with the second part. I still don't agree I don't think it's a talent team. thing. I think it's there's something mentality-wise with the, with, the, with the Celtics that's just not clicking because they should have beat the shit out of the Warriors, in my opinion. I don't care about Steph Curry. They should have beat the shit out of him, okay? And they should have beat the shit out of uh, Miami as well. But right, they didn't. All right. Let's, let's go another topic. We're sticking on these subjects too long and going way, 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 way back on it. I mean, I'm not saying anything that's crazy. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I mean, I'm I'm with you on, on a lot of things, too. I, I think they had some mature, like some growing up to do. And when, you know, dad gets kicked out of the house like Marcus Smart did, you know, now it's time to grow up and be men. So this is this is the test of time for me with that team. You know, that's how I see it with them. But they should have lost to that Warriors team. I don't give a shit what you say, man. It should have lost. You. Thank you. You're looking at it as, as a young, two young great stars against three older dudes that also are fucking stars still. So y'all, y'all, y'all how quickly y'all forget. We were all on the same page. Like Sammy said, 
Boston five. You not remember saying that, Sammy? I okay. did. I did it. Uh, you only you I thought I said six, but I said Boston. No, you five said it five because I was crazy. You said it five, and I was like, you might because well, everybody wrong. everybody was being lame, so I had to say something crazy. No, that Boston <laughs> team was really solid. Like Emmanuel Doka had that team looking real solid. Like remember when look it to, uh, Kevin Durant? So like they blew through the play. It was easy for them, right? I felt like something kind of changed between like game seven against Miami and then game one and two uh, against Golden State. But whatever, Steph Curry, that changed. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, we're just gonna give Steph Curry all his credit. Cool. Whatever. He's. I. This is more about Boston and less about Steph Curry, in my opinion. But hey. Yeah, well, you don't want to took it back. I was sticking on topic. Thank you, Aaron. I was sticking on topic. I wasn't trying to go don't all the way back it. there. No, I was just explaining. Just, I'm just saying, I think this Boston team is underperforming because that, that's at the end of the day, I don't think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown work. I just I don't I don't care what anybody tells me. Obviously, there's been chance and chance and chance, and something is not clicking for me. So I just but think, you don't you don't let uh fucking wing player of the talent and caliber of J and the youth. Of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum walk without getting fucking boatload of shit back. Yeah, that's why so he's got to think about it like that every single summer because they they know they can get value for him. That's, that's everybody I, pontificating if there's value there. Okay, here's my thing. Listen, the the last thing I'll do, and this might you know just go down like a. Kk, I love you by the way, I, but I, I like this. I like this little. I like this. <laughs> might be a spiraling road to hell, but I'm gonna take side with Kk on this. I don't think the Jalen Jalen. Uh, Brown and Tatum thing will work unless, unless you get a good ball dis pause ball <laughs> distributor to them. You get a good solid point guard that comes yes. in there and can distribute because I feel like both want to run, you know, run the offense the way they want to do it, and there's no order. It's like one moment Jalen Brown is like cooking, and then you know next one Tatum is cooking, and they need a, a guy that can. That's why I always kept saying get Chris Paul. Get yes. the for a year. Go look it's, at those, those Celtics teams. Remember that video I posted? Ray John Rondo, his young ass kept these old ass people in in check just enough. You know what I mean? Like it takes a true point guard to get cooler heads to prevail in mind. That's just that's just how I see it. Those type of point guards don't grow on trees, though. Unfortunately, they don't. Of course no, not. Don't. Of, of course, course not. But but if they're there, if they're there, and you can still get them, like Chris get Paul, them. Was, like Chris Paul was this off season. Go get I'll say him. this. I'll say this. With the progression that we saw Derek White have last season and now with Sam Cassell in that room, I promise you, I think Derek White's going to have a tremendous year as a point guard. And I think all of you are going to change your tune. I, I will. I will. He, he also shaved his head, which he should have did like five yeah. years ago. No, so, no. like, Sam Cassell be... probably told him to do that yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> you see how ugly I've been looking all these years? <laughs> Cut that shit off, man. Vic. Before we move on from Boston, I'm, I'm I'm tired to talk about the Celtics right now. Do you, what what is your what's your pulse, real quick? Yeah. On the Celtics? Uh, no, I feel great. Uh, I think Me and KK just swore at each other. We said racial slurs back and forth. You missed uh, it. It was crazy. Yeah, no, I apologize. Yeah, I got uh, first day of school tomorrow, so I uh, I don't know. Ooh, exciting. Um, here and there, just uh, you know, trying to get these kids ready. Um, but uh, I will say quickly about the Celtics. I'm excited about the upcoming season. I Heard a little bit about Derek White. I think that he could be a good um, starting point guard in the league. I also think uh, Sammy, I know, is very high on Peyton Pritchard, uh, who will probably be ha having a, a majority of our backup minutes. Um, I like where we're at. Uh, I like the trade. I think it was a very risk-reward trade. 
The Celtics needed something to get him over the top there. I think Porzingis provides that not only with his offensive ability upside there, but also on the defensive end, blocking shots, protecting the rim. Uh, good luck getting a layup off against him and, uh, and, and Robert Williams if they are both healthy. And that's a big if. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like what the Celtics did. I'm very happy. Uh, I miss, of course, I'm going to miss Marcus Smart, but uh, I think Sammy said it very eloquently. It was like losing a brother. But when you, you look at the brass tacks and you actually look at the facts, it was a good trade for the Celtics. Yep. All right, we're done. Um, only one more NBA topic. There's so much more to talk about. I don't. I, I don't care. All that stuff can be can wait. Right. I want to talk about Damian Lillard and that whole situation real quick. Obviously, that that's been. The uh the overwhelming story over the last you know month month and a half whenever since he requested uh to finally go obviously I know we we're all we've all been kind of invested in kind of just with the whole situation right so I'll start with you Aaron I know there's something you really wanted to talk about so um Damian Lillard obviously he's um he's made it clear that he only wants to play for Miami Heat I guess so and now he's become public enemy number one and then Austin Rivers is saying this and a lot of bullshit a lot of crazy shit is happening right now so. I want you to uh, uh, take it away, Arod. What, what do you, what's your uh, your opinion on all of this? I mean, the, the only thing that I take away from it is like he sat down with the the Blazers organization, and they talked about the direction, of everything, and it didn't. It wasn't what he wanted to say. And they said, "Where do you want to go?" And he said, "Miami." And if you say that to the team, the the player, honor your end of the deal. Honor your fucking end of the deal. Yes, does Miami not have probably enough to get over there? But not, honestly, yeah, it's not that easy. <laughs> no, I I know that, but I I mean I, I just think like to make Damian Lillard public enemy number one in my personal opinion. Like, don't get me wrong. I know you Bostonians want that motherfucker on your team in green. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it would be yeah. nice to get that guy. Oh, you're crazy. He, um, but I I think you know if you if you put something out there to a player, where do you want to go? Facilitate it. Bring in the teams that you can. Has this been held kind of stupidly? Yeah. But Dame shouldn't be public enemy number one. Dame ain't never did nothing to nobody unless you're a Paul George fan like all these kids are. Like, you put Paul George out the playoffs one too many times. Yo, what's so, this obsession with Paul George all of a sudden? I don't know. And like, I don't want to talk about What era did I miss that Paul George I, is considered a goat to a lot of these kids? <laughs> I don't know. We can talk about in the next episode. I don't want to get into <laughs> Paul George because he is fucking irrelevant. But I think the thing with Damian Lillard is like, it's kind of like giving me like those Chris Paul type of vibes. Like, you know, when he was going to get traded to the Lakers and then they, it got like kind of blackballed and there was like all these issues with the trade and, and all that. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of what's going to happen with this. That They're just going to be like, hey, man, got to send the motherfucker somewhere if he doesn't want to play for you. So send him on. So let's get it done. But honestly, like this, I'm sick of hearing the story about what's like Dame's having a good time. He's. He's in, you know, the beach. He's chilling. He's doing now. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, come on, man, just get it done already. Like, we know he's going to Miami, but what's it going to well, be? How? That's the problem. Oh no! From what I'm reading, they're going to bring in either a third team or a fourth team to facilitate the trade, and that's what has to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just who wants to do it? Because like now the owners are saying, "Oh, I don't want to, you know, partake in this, you know, stronghold of the NBA when we all can make a pitch for Damian Lillard and get him." He don't want are to they play. wrong? Are they wrong to think like that though? I I don't think they are, but at the same time, if I'm the Blazers organization, don't even have that conversation. Just be like, hey, we you know we're trading you to Boston. That's what it is. You know, don't say where would you like to go. You know, I think he's, sure. he's given y'all all these years. He's made y'all relevant since Lamarcus Aldridge and Brandon Roy and all that. And like he's made 
the I mean, the, the Portland Trail Blazers, a relevant team. Whether or not they've been as successful as they wanted to be, it doesn't matter. He has so many like crazy playoff moments that it's like, damn, he's a top seventy-five player. Like he has all this shit going for him. So, like, like Kevin Garnett, they, he was too. He was loyal to the soil from Minnesota, and they said, "Look, bro, we want you to go win somewhere. So, where do you want to go win?" And his choices were between Golden State, Los Angeles, and. Uh, and Boston, he got to Boston, won the championship year one. So Dame, for what he's done for Portland, I don't, I I see where he's coming from. Now, what people are having problems with is that you know he's picking the team that he wants to go to, and he's under contract with this current team that obviously there's a lot of money left on the on the on that and everything like that. So I I get it, I can see it from both angles. The, the same thing was happening with the running backs. You know, somebody who I, I'm like, you know, I'm I, I'm in HR and shit. Like, so I I understand. I, I pay attention to all the contract shit a lot more, uh, you know, closely because of what I do every day. So I can see it from everybody's angle. It's it's a tough world to be in when you know you have a unhappy player in a situation, and a lot has to change to get him out of that situation. And you know, you have to rely on this team, that team, and that team who don't really have that much to give up. And so basically you're allowing this one guy to control four teams. That's like a lot. That's crazy. Right. But that's the, that's the, um, the bed that the NBA uh, uh, laid. It's a player's league. Like they control, like they have 51% of the revenue in the NBA. Like <laughs> there's a reason why they can just do whatever they want. That, I mean, it's it's that simple. It's been like that for, uh, for a while now, ever since, I mean, you gotta think about it back in the day, they weren't making this kind, these kind of this kind of money that they're making now, but smarter people have been on the players association, and they started like, prioritizing a lot of things. But the problem that they have is that it's like very top heavy with money. It's like all the best players are getting three hundred million dollar contracts, and then you have a ro- a roster filled with a bunch of mid level exceptions. So it's just a it's a very weird uh, a time right now. I think I think Portland should do right by by Damian Lillard, but at the same time, if I can't get you to Miami, you can't be mad at me if I if I trade you to a a team that if I trade you to Boston or Philly, like bro, you're still gonna win. Like fuck, you want to do? But it's just a, I don't know. It's just a it's a weird time because like we're I feel like we're in limbo. We're trying to figure out. It's like all sports right now with money, nil, uh, women's soccer. You know, it's just uh, the Saudi Arabia leagues and. You know, live golf. There's so much change and transition happening right now financially uh, with players compared to the you know the people who all you know run the sport, the owners and the GMs and the, and all that shit. So it's it's just a weird time, I think. Um, but it, I mean, look at college football. We got we got teams in like Oregon going to the Big Ten. We got all this change happening across the world. It's just a lot of shit going on right now. So I think it's just one of those things in which we're just gonna have to ride it out and see what happens, but. Um, I can see where I see I see Portland's point of view. I see Dane's point of view. I see everybody who's hating on him point of view too. Like I think I don't I don't hate Damian. Lillard. I don't think he did anything wrong. But like you said, Arod, where do you want to go? Yeah, you ask me where I want to go. I'm gonna tell you where I want to go. <laughs> so like I don't I get it. But it's just I don't know. It's just a it's a weird time. It's just a weird time. But uh, I'll, I'll pass it back to uh, to uh, to you, Arod or Sammy or they, anybody. Just uh. I, 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 don't have, I don't have anything else to say with the NBA, but now nah, you hit everything I wanted to say about about it, KK. I think you, and so I don't think there's anything else I can add. Sammy, I got nothing, man. You were good. Hey, Rock, I'm good. That's it. All right, now 
Y'all want to talk about baseball or you want to talk about soccer? Let's talk soccer real quick. Let's talk soccer real quick. Oh, yeah, load it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I got I to hop. So if, if you don't mind, I, I'd love yeah, to take, take it away. We, we know about, this is you. <laughs> about AC Milan real quick and how much of a big deal this is. And I know Sammy doesn't Come think on, that, 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 that fucking Pulisic isn't going to start, but he's going to start. And you know what? Dennis Moose is going to start too. We've got duos of American Nationals in, in major leagues now. This is amazing. This is great. I, just, I, I didn't realize Ben Nasser tore his ACL, so. Oh, well, yeah. Well, also, I That's think. That's why Pulisic is going to start. Uh, ben Nasser <laughs> wasn't going to start anyway. Or ben Nasser is going to start anyway. He'll start over Randiers. Uh, uh, or even over Loftus-Cheek. He gets, he's a midfielder. Ben Nasser isn't a winger. Sammy, you look puzzled. He's not starting over Leao. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's starting on the left. He's starting on the right. Uh, Chuck Wazey's going to take his position. Chuck Wazey's not playing. <laughs> no, they already had a friendly. Chuck Wazey didn't even fucking play. barely played. Chuck Wazey's ass anyway. Just you're, just, you're, so, you're so focused on the fucking La Liga that you think all these La Liga guys are fucking amazing. Most of them are ass. Unless, unless you play for Atletico. Hey, unless, okay, he's Nigerian, so you, so you better you better back hey, me look, up here. look. I've been watching. I, I started. I finally started watching uh, Ted Lasso a couple weeks ago, and I'm on yeah. season two and a half. Yo, my dog. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Samuel. Uh, Samuel. I, I, I was Obusano or some shit like that. Obusano. Yeah. That's yeah. my dog. So I'm I'm back in any Nigerian that's playing soccer. I don't give a damn where. So shout out to all the Nigerian playing soccer. But screw AC Milan. Real quick, PSG. What's <laughs> going on there? Uh, Neymar wants to leave now too. Mbappe. But uh, Arod. Talk to me about PSG real quick. That's Sammy told you. That's his problem yeah, now. Talk about PSG real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want a fresh start at this point. Like, I, I never wanted this headache. Um, they just got Gonzalo Ramos, which I think is a tremendous, tremendous signing. It looks like they are starting a new structure. They got Ugarte, um, Uruguayan center midfielder, who's also tremendous. Probably going to take over for Verratti when Verratti, you know, gets his yellow cards and gets injured again. Mbappe's, um, Mbappe's gone. Um, even though... Um, PSG went out and got Gonzalo Ramos and Osman Dembele to try and keep him to stay. Uh, he's being a jerk. Um, Dembele will be good for probably the 11 games that he plays and the other 12 he'll be injured. Uh, but yeah, I, I just want really a fresh start. And I think they're realizing that too. I think Leonardo saw that too with what Inter Milan was able to do with kind of just a good structure of players that fit the system more than just trying to make a system for superstars. Uh, I think you need a good balance, right? Like, obviously, you need really talented players, but it's 11, right? You're talking about 11 players on a soccer field. You don't need five to be superstars. You need maybe two, one, but you need everybody else to kind of fit their piece. So that's really it. And, yes, Neymar can leave. I, I'd love to get a good return on that, probably like 100 mil, 150. Um, and Mbappe situation, it's just going to – he's going to Madrid. I mean, he's going to go to Madrid. Yeah, it's been, it's, that's been in the works. Um, okay. I mean, and then for me – from a soccer perspective, I mean, I just you know how I feel about Lionel Messi, right? Like, so for to see him come to the U.S. and just dominate like this, it's it's so funny to me. Like, we are literally what NBA players go to Europe to go do and go dominate. <laughs> we got all these players come over here and just and dominate like like it's nothing. So I'm very happy what Lionel Messi is doing for American soccer, though. Like, we are forced to put the TV on and watch him, like. I have a uh, you know Apple TV. Yeah, or tune into these damn games now, bro. <laughs> so I feel. Like, first of all, I've never watched. I watched baseball and uh, the other day on Apple TV, and then uh, soccer. Obviously, yo, they have a really good setup. Like if you're into statistics and 
percentage for this player to get on base or percentage. For, I'm like, bro, this is, you know, Apple TV is very next level. So I got to give him a lot of credit, but I'm just really happy to see what Messi is doing for, uh, for the U S because honestly, he could have just went to Saudi Arabia, got grabbed the bag and disappeared. Like, like Ronaldo y'all's goat did right. My goat yeah. came here and he's making us. He's making. Oh, oh my goat's goat. messy, bro. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll talk about, I'm talking to A-Rod directly. Yeah. My goat's Pele. No, no, no. You're, 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 you're going to Ronaldo. You said it. You said when it. I, when I, I see the meme, when, when I see Messi play, I just think of the meme from the Simpsons. Stop. He's already dead. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> no, all I'm thinking about right now is the, what is it? The chick on the plane. I'm not flying out, but that motherfucker, that motherfucker back there is not real. He's yeah. not real. That's all I see. That's all I like. We watched the first game. I went, you know, we were going to, I watched it with Sammy, went to a friend's house and watched it. And, you know, when he scored that goal in the upright, like, I was like, this shit has to be scripted. (laughs) Like, he's not that good. But I'm like, then I thought about, I was like, yeah, he is that good. And this is the United States. He's playing against like dudes with the last name calendar and shit like that. Like, you know, we're like, sense. So then I watched the second game just for fun, just to get, and he scores two goals and it, like within like five minutes from each other. I'm like, this guy could probably score six goals a game if he wanted to, if but he wanted he, to, you know, but, but this is, you know, me and me and Sammy are on the same page as this. Messi is very petty, very pessy about the way he plays. And this is the way he plays up the, up the field, up the pitch, just walks, just walks. But when you're great, you can do what you want. He's I believe that. One. Listen, I don't give a damn what he does. He's 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 him. All right, he's Timothy. <laughs> that man walks like, so much, bro. He does. He hey. does. His phenomenon would be oh, great. Is he like thirty-eight. He can walk all he wants. Oh, he's shit. been walking since he was like twenty, bro. And, and how many goals you got walking? And think about it. I said this shit to you, A Rod. No, I said it to, I think I said to you or, or my friend Mike because he's a Ronaldo fan too. The amount of goals that uh, Ronaldo has, a lot of them are off of like penalty kicks and shit. My dog Messi's out here kicking shit. 50 yards away, like it's nothing. Mm, beautiful. Free kick, boom. Open people's head, boom. It's beautiful to watch. Beautiful to watch. It's like Stefan Marbury going to China, averaging 50 points a game. Ronaldo had to work harder to get to where he's at, though. That's, That's why I respect Ronaldo because he had to work harder to get to where he's at. Messi, Messi was, was just and he Messi was just thrown to Barcelona immediately. Pure talent. Just from when he came out the womb, bro. He's okay. got the perfect, cool. he's got the perfect soccer build. Pause. Like he's, you know. Yo, anyway. real quick, before we uh before we wrap this shit up, um uh shout out to uh Mace and Cameron. Like I grew up on these two, like I really love them and to see them real happy again to be hanging out with each other, that shit makes me very happy. It's like it gives me hope for humanity. So shout out to Cameron and Mace. And also shout out to Jose Ramirez for knocking the snot out of Tim Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Anderson's a snitch too. They you, somebody said this the best about that, and I wanted to allude to that really quick. The most underrated, underrated baseball player knocked out the most overrated baseball player. That's that a good is, point. That is the truth. Because Ramirez does not get talked about enough. He's he's no. he's so consistent every single year. <laughs> and 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 Tim Anderson's down, and he's snitching on the team. And don't get me wrong, I agree with Tim Anderson. I think that whole team is a shithole. Yeah, like, but yeah. from whatever it is. And he's blaming it on all the Cuban players, which makes me even more pissed, but whatever. <laughs> but um, the one thing before we leave, Sammy, I wanted you to touch on it real quick. Um, before the season started, uh, or before the World Cup started, a whole bunch, I heard some stupid shit on ESPN. I don't know why I watch it, but I was. And they were like, what's more likely to happen? Um, uh, USM, United States Women's Cup 
win another World Cup or Georgia win a third one. So now it looks like Georgia's in the front run for this one now, obviously. United States uh lost. Um, you the know, worst, their worst finish in their history. Correct. And we were talking about this the other day, and you alluded to like, are they are, are they really as dominant we, that we thought that they were? And you had some interesting takes on it, you and Vic, when we were talking about. It. So I wanted you to quickly talk about that. No, I just said that the U.S. women's national team, tremendous, right? Tremendous. Big inspiration to all the women, um, soccer players especially. Um, I, I just thought that what the women's team offered on the national level was pure talent, raw talent, right? They weren't very technical. And what we're seeing, what we're seeing with some of these other countries now that they're realizing, or now that they're trying to put money into it and they're trying to have the equal, you know, men, women, like put the same amount of like resources. We're seeing some of these teams put a lot more money in investing in technical skills, like technical training, technical, this, and you watch some of these teams, like for example, like I, I gave the example of Japan the other, like even when when Arod and I were talking about it, Japan the other day, like uh, no disrespect, not trying to be stereotypical or anything. Japanese people are not large people, right? They're not. So they what they lack in size, they they make up in their technical skills and and their willingness to to, to put it all on the field. And you watch that Japanese women's team, and you're like, holy shit, like that's a really good team. And then you look at how Brazil came up, right? Shit. Obviously, Brazil <laughs> shit. <laughs> you look at how like the brazil men were obviously always dominant right not so much on the women's side and then they started to put money into the women's team and then that team got really 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 good they went out they i, I yeah but but i'm saying like it, it was always just dominant women right but now we're our u.s women and now we're seeing everybody up starting to come and you watch some of the other games you watch some of the other teams you're like wow like they actually play pretty decent soccer compared to what we watch with the U.S. women's national team, right? It was more like the women's national team for U.S. was just bullying everybody else because exactly. they're just that much more talented. That, but they're not very technical, what right? If, like they're not tactical. Who would have thought if Morocco just let the women play, they'd be that good, huh? That's not. It's not us. That's Saudi Arabia, bro. What does this remind you of, though? The U.S. men's basketball team—they used to beat you off of pure talent. The U.S. men's basketball has never been technical it's all been we got the best talent out there and then everybody in the world started getting technically better players and make like an actual offense an actual system that they ran and they caught up real quick and with the women soccer team same shit like yo they were bullying teams and then people were like yo we gotta actually like do it Play. how we're supposed to do it you know what i mean and it, i mean literally what you just described i'm literally watching it with u.s basketball it's like the same shit so yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. But it's, it was definitely disappointing to watch them lose like that. Um, especially, I mean, I was waking up at what, was it, 5 in the morning? And then the, the way it ended with the PKs and shit, that was just some – I mean, Megan Rapino, I was like, come on, Megan, you, you you better than this dog. And then uh, and then the, the last one that I – didn't, I didn't think it went in. And then obviously, you know, VR, VR bullshit, whatever. Like, look, at the end of the day, the NFL needs to adopt that shit. All these leagues need to adopt technology because – they put that shit to bed quick. Everybody went home about their business and it was over. So BIR fucking sucks. It does suck because it takes away human frailty. And you know who said that? Jerry Jones. He's absolutely right. There's a human element of sports that is, I don't want to lose, but we're going to lose it because soccer is the most popular sport in the world. And they've adopted this shit a long time ago. Like they're, they're all over that shit. So Tennis, you see it with tennis. Like we're just gonna have to get used to it. Like it's all these all global globally, they've been doing this shit forever. So we just gotta 
we're gonna see it eventually. When you see the NBA doing doing midseason tournaments, like they're trying to be like uh, uh like Champions League or some shit. But <laughs> I don't mind VAR. Not to get off topic, I don't mind V. I just wanted to like make it clear, like I don't mind VAR for like fouls in certain cases or for goals to make sure that the goal is actually goal. Like if it hits the post and hits the line and comes yeah. out, but I hate it for offsides. I oh, hate yeah, it for yeah, offsides. It's, yeah. It's so offsides to me is such a subjective thing. And as a ref, like I, I used to, I ref soccer before. That shit's hard as hell. Right. But you gotta be, if you're a good ref, you gotta just be on point. I'm not trying to rely, like, what's the point of my ref being out there? If a camera is going to tell me if they're offsides or not, you know what I mean? Like it's like a waste of, Exactly. resources at that point but yeah that's all i got anything else for you a rod i'm good we got to discuss what's everything wrong? I to. what's wrong with the yankees y'all good <laughs> now we'll talk about that next we'll talk, we'll talk about, about that. that next week <laughs> yeah, we, talked, we talked a lot today man <laughs> all right a rod close close us out well before we do sammy vic always a pleasure to have you guys on so as we always do at the end of the show you know all of our listeners are already listened to you guys. You're you're definitely the favorite ones on the show to come on and and do your your spiel on what you think is going on in our yeah. Topic. We brought y'all off for season five premiere premiere premiere. Well, I think premiere. we brought you on the premiere last year too. Maybe DJ premiere. We brought y'all on. But you know, Vic Vic's you know Vic's been pretty quiet. He's got his kids, so he's putting them down. It's the first day of school, and you know, baby shitting everywhere. Yeah, all I that. Have, I have to leave work. I have to leave my house to get to work like twenty minutes earlier because that trap about to be crazy. So Sammy, go ahead, plug plug both of you guys in. Yeah, man, we took the summer off. Actually, we took probably spring and summer off. Uh, but we're gonna start again in two weeks, probably right before the NFL season starts up. We're probably having you guys on too, um, as our guests. Uh, but yes, you can guys find us all at Townie underscore sports, uh Townie Sports Pod on TikTok. Um, you can also find us Townie Sports on YouTube. That's where we post everything too. And maybe pretty soon, I keep throwing this out there, we get a finalized collaboration between us where we just merge our it's podcasts in the works y'all since it's the works. you know we we have great conversations it's in, it's in the works <laughs> it, it'll be it'll be great you know hey sammy you know i'm, I'm i've been about that life so you know i'm just saying yeah. we'll we'll change the name of the podcast to the four-hour podcast <laughs> hey hey we're we gonna be under two today don't don't play with me we're we gonna be under two today <laughs> Oh man. All right. Well, like I said, it's always always a pleasure to have you guys on. Um super honored, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. You guys are a big inspiration for me too. Keep doing what you're doing, keep crushing it, keep doing it. Like I I, I love everything you guys are doing. Appreciate it. Also, the Eagles play the Jets and and the Eagles play the Patriots this year. So we're gonna have to do some shit. Game week one, Mr. Patriot. Week one, we're gonna have to see y'all. So uh we're gonna have to do that somewhere. And then uh Jets, we week four. Some shit like that. We four, we five. We gonna have to see. We gonna have to see that somewhere. You feel me? <laughs> you know where I'll be, bro. Five minutes from you. Don't even sweat it. I'll be yeah, here. Right. No, you gonna go to like Soho backyard or some shit, right? <laughs> Wherever you want to go. I don't That's like me. A went for a bunch of games last year. I'm gonna yeah, take y'all. I'm gonna take you to an Eagle Bar, my boy. <laughs> I'm going in with the wrong green on. It don't bother me. Hey, see we'll see how they treat you. I'll Fire be at Brass day. Tap in Midtown. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll discuss. We'll discuss offline. A Rod, close us out. <laughs> All right, so it's been some time since we last recorded. Twitter is no longer Twitter; it is now X. Wow. So you, you can, can find us on X. X. <laughs> on X, you can find us on X. Wow, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff, my boy. Exactly. You can you can find us on X or Zeke, whatever they call it now, <laughs> at Fair underscore Weather Pod. You can find us on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Just search the Fair Weather Podcast. 
And wherever you subscribe, listen to podcasts, you can catch the audio there as well. Words of wisdom, take them away, bro. I know you can't hear me, Vic, but I love you, bro. That's all. (laughs) That's all I got. Peace.